0: Can you be quiet,
1: please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Ty? Hi. Ty? Hi. 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 Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. He's a cool
2: cat, man.
0: I got a little taco meat on my chest.
3: I grabbed a handful of lunch meat and shoved it <laughs> down my teammate's throat. I'm a former long snapper. Booty, booty, booty,
4: booty, booty everywhere! At the Burlington... Uh, the, the... <laughs> no idea what the f- just happened
1: did not flub it all. F- send it in now live from the pirate radio studios in the heart of the pirate nation here is your host clip brock welcome in
5: to a friday edition of pirate radio live clip brock here with you inside the pirate radio studios coming to you on pirate radio 92.7 fm and greenville 104.1 In Washington, you can find us on 125930 online, PR927FM.com, and be a part of today's program. We want to hang out with you today because we're going to have a lot of fun on today's show, so you can do just that on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to Pirate Radio TV. Check us out, give us a like, and join in with your questions, comments, concerns, and dad jokes. We welcome those every day here on Pirate Radio Live. A really fun Friday plan for you. We got some great guests to get to, including Carl Lester Crumpler uh he and the legend marcus crandall will join us in hour number five so uh looking forward to that conversation we'll do that uh the entire hour three we recorded it earlier this week and we'll air it for you today but a great chat with crump senior and marcus crandall we'll also have tony dunn coming up at four o'clock on today's show to talk panthers and more also we'll play name that sound in hour two And my goodness, we got a catch at the wall, and Duke has beat Virginia. Jake Geloff nearly hit a three-run walk-off home run. Ball is caught on the wall. Looked like the glove was over the fence. Might have been gone if he didn't catch it. A Duke fan has ripped his shirt off and is waving around his head like a helicopter. And Virginia comes up one run short and about one foot short of being up one nothing in their Super Regional Series, but instead, the Dukies. The Dukies, baby! Duke knocks off Virginia 5-4 to four to get the Super Regionals underway. My goodness, that just happened. Uh, also, as we look at it again, gelloff I don't know if he thought he got it or knew he didn't quite get enough. I couldn't tell from his reaction. It was caught on the wall. No, it was short of the wall. It would have hit off the wall if it wasn't caught, just missed it uh not quite the same degree but similar to jacob starling with the bases loaded in that same stadium on sunday virginia falls to duke five to four what a way to start these super regionals off all right so uh also mark greenhouse golf shop radio show gonna join us on today's program and a whole lot of fun stuff got a lot of fifth quarter calls coming up from the past um Chandler Honeycutt's here Chandler have you seen uh, we do watch parties here have a lot of fun with them have you did you see the Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce watch along from the other night I did not okay great good I don't want you to I'm gonna play those clips when Tony Dunn is here basically um, Paul Pierce showed up drunk to a watch along with Kevin Garnett and hilarity ensued so uh, we'll have that for you in hour number two as well but a fun friday show coming up later on in the show uh the king will be sitting on the table and i'm talking about budweiser a case of budweiser on the line along with lunch for two to tiebreakers coming up with our big free beer friday giveaway so we are locked and loaded here on a friday and i want to hear from you as well eric says it's superstitious beer friday superstitious beer superstitious beer jamie says would be much more fun friday in a super regional jealous seeing baseball being played without east carolina as am i i think back to last year at this time we were doing a watch along for east carolina and texas and the pirates uh just hammering home runs in that game uh there was a big one from jc i want to say and amac the amac one that went off the guy's glove was that in game one
6: that might have been game two no i think that was, I think game, it was one. game one that was game one because he was wearing a white jersey i do remember so yes uh
7: superstitious beer <laughs>
8: superstitious, superstitious
5: brandon manning superstitious beer friday you can be a winner of this superstitious beer if you're the lucky caller in hour number three pike says he has liked the stream thank you uh pike also said the bear has moved on to the outer banks picks online picks or it didn't happen he says picks online. Uh, so we got bears all over the place. I saw a raccoon uh, just hanging out by my deck last night. Took a picture of that. So nature uh, nature is lurking, folks. We have invaded their woods, their homes, and now they're coming back to get us <laughs> to defeat the humans. So everybody arm up the bears and the raccoons and everything in between is coming. Chandler, how you doing on this Friday?
6: I'm doing great ready for a weekend where's our producer um using the bathroom
5: okay hey Uh, when nature calls you know you can't uh you never know when that's gonna happen some kind of times it could happen on the most unfortunate of times
6: now i'm feeling bad that i said that she's using the bathroom i know you should have said said it again
5: she's away for a moment she's using the bathroom she'll be right back yeah you've said it three times now so all of her info she's been put on blast yeah the tea has been spilled it has been poured it has been digested um so here's what i want to do on the show i want to play a lot of clips and my audio producer is not here so it puts me in a tough spot but we can talk about the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board. You sit right there. Don't move. Are you sure? I'm positive. Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by Dubbuck. Dubbuck. I'd love to talk about the Braves beating the Mets for the third straight time after Atlanta was trailing by three runs. First time in Mets history, they've lost three games in a row where they led by three runs in every game. And last night was awesome. Um Arcia with a game-tying shot in the ninth inning, and then Ozzy Albies walks it off, and the poor Mets. Braves beat Scherzer and Verlander back-to-back. Highest payroll in baseball, and they stink. Uh, that makes me happy. It makes my sports heart happy. Also, last night, Panthers... Uh, beat the uh, knights so it is now two to one in that series vegas with the lead in the stanley cup final and in the nba finals game four coming up tonight nuggets have a 2-1 series lead over miami they'll play that one in south beach i didn't i don't think i've ever seen this happen i didn't even know it was possible or legal. uh the nuggets have made a trade They are playing in the finals, and they made a trade. It's just a a trade involving picks, but never seen it before. Uh, They will move up in the 2023-2024 draft and have given the Thunder a first-round pick in 2029. So I guess the thought there is the Nuggets are in their championship window. They want to keep that window open. The Thunder may not be that good for a while, uh, but they'll have a first-round pick coming up in six years. So the nba is still a thing and the oklahoma city thunder are still a thing uh <laughs> eric is reading lines from Smokey and friday that i will not read jamie no uh Shirley, you've been away for a moment um
6: Uh, that would be Wes, because uh, he told me to turn it up yesterday. Wes Hines
5: was here yesterday, and a lot happened. Apparently,
4: apparently that dude can't hear.
6: Yeah, Wes, he, he said, can you turn one up for me? And I like did it just a little bit. He's like, a little more. I did it some more. He's like, that's good.
5: We, I, just,
4: I just put my headphones on and holy cow that was loud
5: we in, uh we enjoyed a west hines thursday glad to have you back shirley S-
4: sorry guys
5: um
4: <laughs> I-, I hear it was a rough day yesterday <laughs> oh, it was
5: par for the course it was fun <laughs> chandler just told all your business by the way while you were gone what do you mean well i it's asked where west our producer west. went and instead of saying she'll we be right back one. or yeah he said she's using
6: the bathroom i see i thought i, yeah, I was just I talking with me and cliff and not to an audience So uh, you you don't
4: see that big old yellow thing sticking in front of your face?
6: Yeah. I forgot that we were on a radio. I thought it was a banana. (laughs) Eric said, yo, Smokey
4: over here taking us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey I ain't gonna tell nobody else though. (laughs) Jamie
5: tell nobody. Jamie said, let's all check uh with Shirley how things went when she comes back. (laughs) Jamie! Guys,
4: come on. Everything Went according to plan.
5: Good to hear. All right, I'm glad you're back, Shirley, because I got a lot of clips I want to play today. So Pirate Radio put out Clip Has Clips. Clip has has clips. clips. This is a new segment called Clips Clips. Clips clips. Where we're I am going to throw it to Clips while getting my hair clipped.
4: Oh nice. I'm down with it.
5: Are you down with the
6: sickness? (laughs) You know what? I thought that's where you were going. I was going to say OPP,
5: but both work. It kind of shows our ages. uh Down with the sickness, down with OPP. Mike Houston's down with the sickness. He's a a disturbed fan along with Breaking Benjamin. We learned Breaking Benjamin uh, earlier this week. So Pirate Radio shared a tweet from the College Football Classic, something like that. Uh, Yes, College Football Classics. It had the highlight package. From ECU knocking off West Virginia back in 2008. And you remember who the play by play voice was for that game? It was Mike Patrick. Holy, Holy, cow. Cow.
4: Holy cow. What is John Billy Williams.
5: Williams doing in the end zone? What
4: is Britney Spears doing with her life?
5: Holy cow. But what a game that was. So, what I did, Shirley, I went back in time. I was doing, I was very early in my career, might have been my first year doing the pregame show, hosting the pregame show here at Pirate Radio, um, but Chris Stansberry hosted the fifth quarter.
4: I remember this.
5: Um, I put together a Sounds of Saturday, Shirley. You remember mm-hmm. we used to do those yeah, back in the day? I do. And we had uh, our pregame highlights, Mark the Pac-Man, Packer was in town mm-hmm. with the Southern Fried Football Tour. So you'll hear some references to that. But uh, I figured since we put out that video, the highlight package, on social media, let's hear the fifth quarter, some of the big calls from that day. that's cool. So uh, let's hear some of those right now. This is from after. One of the most complete performances ever in ECU football history, dominating the high-powered West Virginia Mountaineers, ranked top 10 at the time. Here's how it sounded after the game on the fifth quarter.
7: Right next on the Pirate Radio Live line, and that would be Jeff in Greenville. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Arrgh. Absolutely.
9: What's up, gentlemen? I, mean, I just want to say, I, I, dude, I watched the whole game. The only word that I can describe about this team is poise. They came out with a battle plan. They stuck to it. They nailed WVU. They shut down probably one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, and it was Obviously, Hudson, the, he deserves the Jolly Roger of the week because he just totally, his defense just nailed this dude. He could not do a thing. He looked discombobulated in the backfield. He didn't know where to go. Everybody was on.
7: On Greenville Boulevard, we've got Herb. You're next up. Hey, Herb, how are you? What's up, guys? How do, man? Uh, you got to be celebrating tonight. I am.
10: Uh, when I called in, I was on Greenville Boulevard. but However, because <laughs> of the traffic, um, I've been on hold for so long, now I'm in Mandia, North Carolina.
8: <laughs> all right.
10: Well, first of all, I'd like to uh, put a shout-out to uh, Pirate Radio 1250 and 930 uh, out of Greenville, North Carolina, supporting the Pirates, and I'd like to support the uh the Pac-Man for what he did when he came down. That was great. We yeah. enjoyed that. Thank you. My God, what a monumental win over West friggin' Virginia.
7: Is that Eddie Stallings from the, one of the parking lots out at the tailgating fields? Hey, Eddie, how are you?
9: I just want to make a proposal to you. The heck with the political schemes we've got going. I propose that we nominate Skip Moles for president, Greg Hudson for vice president. Go
2: Pirates! How much better could that be? <laughs> hey, you party. could
7: you could make Greg Hudson would be the Department of Defense. How bet? How much better? I mean, he's already right there. The folks in Greenville wearing their pirate pride for sure. Next up on the Pirate Radio Live line, Mandy in Greenville. Hey, Mandy.
11: How you doing?
7: We are doing all right. Are you still yo, out?
11: Hey, y'all, we're on the radio. Everybody
8: say hey. Wow.
7: I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that you're not at the library and that
12: you're having fun out somewhere.
13: We are. We are having fun at our house, and I can't say where we live because then everybody will
12: want to come over. That sounds, sounds like a party, man. That's awesome.
13: It is too much of a party. Listen, we just beat the number 18 in the nation. Does anybody
12: know that? I, I believe, let's see, for the last
7: three hours and 45 minutes, that's, that's basically been the crux of everybody's
12: comments.
4: I know. I mean, we just rocked their. We didn't just beat them. We kicked their tails. That's right. Well, p- wear your
12: pirate, pirate purple tomorrow and and enjoy it. It's going to be a big week for East Carolina and, and enjoy the for the big victory. That's
13: right. And listen, if y'all want to stop by the party,
4: you know where
12: we live. <laughs> all right, <laughs> is Mandy. that for everybody
4: or just for <laughs> That's us? Right, yeah. Everybody is invited. It's, it's all invite tonight.
7: Hey, anybody that can find it. There you go. Everybody all right, anybody
4: can
9: find it. Don't tell where I live because I know you know. <laughs>
7: All right, uh,
5: stands at and the fifth quarter with a lot of happy callers, and
6: that was uh, very cool for me because yeah. that's a, before my time of. Uh, I remember well. Actually, my dad listened to the post game back in the day, but yeah, just to hear those happy pirate fans after a dominating win over the number eight team in the country, probably one of the uh, best quarterbacks in the country uh, that year, and probably one of the best athletes in college football ever, Pat White. Uh, the pirates were able to get to him. uh uh, early and often in that game and man it was a celebration for sure for the folks tuned in facebook live um also feel bad for holly rowe that day oh yeah she got trampled yeah trampled by ecu students
5: facebook live youtube twitter or you can call in 317-1250 you know where does that rank among your amongst your favorite pirate wins on the gridiron and uh if it's not number one what is for you uh, but that was a fun one at Doughty Ficklin Stadium on that day. So from there, I was like, nah, I just kind of want to hear some old fifth quarter calls. And I looked at the sports bar folder, my old show, and we would do the big calls on Live at Five, and we would do the crap calls on the uh, sports bar. So not, not all wins are created equal. Everybody was super excited about that win over West Virginia. Uh, we had a win over Old Dominion, I believe it was um uh, during the coach mo era or no this no, was early mike, mike houston mike
6: houston's first year
5: year one of mike houston we had a win and uh dean wasn't ready to celebrate in fact this is labeled dean downer surely let's hit dean downer man a lot to talk about with this one what a performance by the defense what a heroic performance by jake verity who has to come in and punt after John Young goes out with injury. He's a star tonight. Kendall-Few Trail, this might be known as the Kendall-Few Trail game uh, years from now. He was a monster, not only sacking the quarterback, but forcing errant throws uh, that led to interceptions. A lot of stars to talk about tonight in the 24-21 to 21 victory. Bill, Chuck, Bryce, hang on. Let's start with Dean in Greenville. Hey, Dean. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Should Holden be
10: the starting quarterback going forward?
5: Yes, your only other option is a true freshman.
10: So, what are we trying to do with this year? Bowl game or develop?
5: I'm assuming both.
10: What other wins do we have on our schedule besides maybe USF and UConn? That puts us at five wins. I'm sorry, say that again? Did- we only have like maybe two guaranteed wins. Maybe. <laughs> I
5: mean, you got to play all the games. None of them are guaranteed.
10: I, I don't know. I'm to say maybe though. Like, how do we get the six wins?
5: You win three more games.
10: I know, but show me the path to that with Hournay or starting quarterback. I don't see it. With Brian Gag, you do. I don't. But it's, we, let's see what we have. Though we don't. We don't know. I have seen what Horn Aylers does. A twenty one in a, at ODU.
5: Uh they're they're not gonna make a quarterback change, Dean.
10: I, I just don't see
5: how we this is a, a bowl team. <laughs> wow. All right. Well thanks for the call. Dean is very upset with this victory tonight over uh <laughs> over Old Dominion. What a way to get it started.
6: Uh, that was the first call after. <laughs> I love how
4: it was it's like, just, uh, it's the music. This could too. be the Kindle
6: Food Trail game. The Pirates were awesome. Jake Verity was great we're today. Like, uh, let's this go to Dean. Uh, Dean. Is, I mean, is coming. Colton quarterback. We're, going we're coming off an era
5: where we barely won it all. We just won a game on the road, mind you. Mm-hmm.
6: That's what I was excited and about. And
5: boy, man. this guy couldn't be more depressed about it.
6: I, mean, really? I remember the ESPN broadcast, ESPN Plus broadcast being so crappy. In it might
5: game. have been one of the first ESPN Plus games we were on because everybody thought, oh, is this what it's going to be moving forward? Mm, it
6: was awful.
5: And uh, obviously it's cleaned up a lot, especially games at, at, in Greenville uh, look great on ESPN. But um, that was pretty funny. Uh, I think this is another example of of a guy not being happy after a win and telling us how we should feel after a win. And this is, uh, he ends up arguing with himself, which I put that together as a piece, too. This is Bart. Go to Bart, Shirley. All right. Yeah. Bart in Waxall. Is that what that is, Shirley? Waxall? Hey, Bart.
13: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man. All right, so let me ask you guys a question. When was the last game that we had that you guys were truly excited about?
12: Uh, about two weeks the ago, win. when we beat North say, Carolina's rear
13: end yeah. here. In a, in no, come on, come on, come on. I mean, I mean look, me? at, look at that program. That program. That program is a train wreck right now. But well, what is you your question? I
5: mean, you the asked game. a question, we answered it, and you're telling
13: us our answers no, wrong. Come on, come on. I mean, that, that can't. That can't be though. I mean, I, I'll not? tell you guys. Well, last tell us game the that correct was answer. Truly excited about that? We won that we won was 2016 when Scotty was 2-0 and against NC State. No, 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 no,
5: no, 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 no. That's not right, Bart. That's not right, Bart. No.
13: He's just doing his Bart on you. No, 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 no. I mean, okay. What? What's your point? Come on, guys. The point being is that since 2016, since that win against NC State, the program has been in decline and has been mediocre at best.
5: Mediocre at best They've that. been less than mediocre They've gone 3-9 three 3-9 three nine, nine, They've years. been bad wow. okay,
13: okay, okay, great Bad, for, so, I mean, bad result so Are we, we going to be Are we going to be Excited about this win? Are we going to be Excited yeah. about a win Against Conference USA A program The division that we were Formerly in Are you um, mad about the we formerly win? Formerly how Are you angry about this win? Uh, no, I don't, I don't I, I, I'm glad that we won But we didn't win convincingly You just we said, we said you're barely, glad You won We won this game
5: I don't know how you I Want mean, us to feel, man what, what, what do you want me to? Say? I mean,
13: I mean, we, we oh yeah, we, we won, great. We should, we should have won against uh, A&T. actually. Well, uh, I mean, although, obviously, we lost that game. We won. Yeah. Against, We've already uh, done four Catholic hours Hill. of post game on that game. It's a, a train wreck right now.
12: No, yes, I would, I would, I would disagree with you. I think that we had an embarrassing loss in week one. I think a lot of folks underperformed in that game. We've already had that post game Yeah, we, show. Went, we did that a few years ago. We, I mean, excuse me, a few weeks ago. We we, we, we analyzed that to ad nauseum. This team has clearly gotten a little. Not hey, are we a nine and three team or nine and whatever or a bowl team at this point? Who knows? I think we're on a we're on a positive trajectory. You can't deny that; it's factual. We've won two games. I don't don't know to deny
13: that, Alan. But let me ask you a question: Do you think we're a bowl team this year?
12: We'll find out when we get there. I think right now, I think the jury's out on that. I don't think I I don't think they're going to get to
5: six wins. Yeah, but again, uh, that doesn't mean I'm not going to celebrate this victory. Yeah, That's two I'm, different we're things. We're not going to be negative that has about has nothing to do, to do with you. With
13: it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm excited about the win, but... Well, it's, no, it's you're not. Like you shouldn't. Wait. Win.
5: Bart, you should not be excited about this win. You told us not to be excited. You're not allowed to be excited.
13: No, you, I disagree, Cliff. Come on. You're in the, you're <laughs> no, in the penalty box. disagreeing with yourself. No, 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 no. Bart's no, in the penalty box. What I said to you from the outset is I said to you as I... Like, should you be super excited about <laughs> No, you win? didn't. So it's, 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 you it's, never it's said like super. I mean, Surely, go, back to, the, go back to the, the audio. The former, the former conference that we were in. I mean, you should. I you, think uh, <laughs> it's an
8: I bet Virginia Tech would be excited with a win right win now. From the beginning <laughs> the of the program,
13: from the beginning of the season, you would have looked at this particular program and you would have said, this is a game that we should have won. This is one that you checked off. And we but won. We barely <laughs> won this game against a conference
8: USA
13: opponent. So why are you
5: excited? Why are you excited about it then?
13: No, I'm not. I don't know that I'm too. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm. I'm glad that we won it, but, I mean, guys. Don't, you can't. You can't sit here and deny that we almost lost this game. Oh my God! Had it not been, it not been for that terrible official review, and I don't even remember the defensive back for uh, ODU that called uh, Reed's inner, uh, pass the, the wild, crazy pass. Yeah, he always does. We talked about this three uh, hours we ago. Have lost this game.
5: Yeah, I know. We talked about it three hours ago. Oh, Bart. Bart was in a pretzel. Bart, man. Bart was not what? excited. No. Then he was excited. No. But then not excited. S- super super excited. he definitely wasn't super excited. So You didn't
6: say super. <laughs> no, you didn't say
8: super.
5: Uh, that's always fun, just <laughs> going back and forth ah, with callers. What? And um, a lot of times I like to do it that way, but sometimes I have to get to the volume level of the callers, which is what I did when Kyle LaGrange called in. When things really hit the fan in 2018 and everybody was mad, I was just over it and done. But Kyle wanted more anger. He wanted more anger from everybody, he wanted more anger from us in the studio. Uh, So let's do a little screaming, Shirley. Let's go back to
8: 2018.
10: People seem to be okay with the performance tonight. That's how. Bad. We've gotten that since Holton looks good, except for the turnovers. that people are okay with getting beat 37 to 10 because so, well, UCF's a really good team. A team didn't even play the strong quarterback, and he could have played.
13: I'm just stating the facts, unintended.
5: Well, Kyle, like when you when you speak to like people okay with the loss, like for me, we give our predictions during the week. I had UCF winning this game. By about as much as they did tonight, so I just kind of expected it. Like, but you probably I, I thought, you I, thought they're starting quarterback with. I people. think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, well what do you, you want, want, want me to do? It, predict ECU to win the game and then be pissed should off, be angry. What was everyone your prediction? Angry. What was your prediction? Everyone should be angry. What was your prediction? I'm not
13: okay with this bull crap.
5: What did you think was going to happen?
13: We were going to get our asses kicked, but I shouldn't think that. But you did. I sh- Right, but we should think we should have a chance to win. But we don't. Exactly. Do you know what that means? What? Fire fire coach.
5: All right, we finally got there at the end. Fire the coach. Fire
13: coach.
5: Fire coach. Man.
8: Fire coach. Oh.
5: Sometimes uh, screaming works if because I think we had a good conversation oh, going. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the coach was fired. That year. Thanks to that conversation. I mean, yes.
8: <laughs> two of trustees. Heard two that.
5: fat guys screaming on each other on a post game show. That's how the world works. That's how things get done in the world.
6: And Kyle LaGrange still calls in to this day.
5: To to this day. <laughs> to this
6: day. To this
5: date. Uh, Atticus said, "You could do this the rest of the show, and I'd be thoroughly entertained." Maybe yes. one day this summer, we'll just do it for an entire show. Dude, just I'll I would find every so call, good, bad, and I would ugly. Be and just line them up for three hours i'm down with that i'm down with the sickness you know why you're down with that because you're not going to have to do any of the work i'm going to have to do all of the
2: work
6: i mean you're not wrong (laughs) thank you that's the thing you're not wrong i'm not wrong at all i would make some graphics maybe (laughs) all right thank you Uh, former callers uh yeah like, just give me their name. I can put their name up there in, like, a fifth quarter logo, maybe. Yeah.
5: Shirley, could you, I mean, while we're here, we'll take a break. Can you go to the sports bar folder and just find Bart argues with Bart? Because I did put, like, him arguing with himself. as I no. happened to be in
4: this folder already, okay, so it's right here. Yeah. No. Got it.
5: Just hit that real quick, please. All
4: right. So let me ask you guys a question. When was the last
13: game that we had that you guys were truly excited about? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm excited about the win. Yeah. No, come on, come on, come on. That can't be though. I mean, I'm glad that we won, but we didn't win convincingly. What I said to you from the outset is, I said to you as like, should you be super excited? About-? No, I'm not, I don't know that I'm, too, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm I'm, I'm glad that
4: we won it. <laughs> wow,
6: Bart! Take it easy on yourself, buddy. Okay, so
4: I have a question. You know, Troy used to argue with himself. Oh, we have
5: some of those too. Oh, yeah. probably yes. in Live of Five, Troy argues with Troy. I would assume it's called. Uh, yes. like was and so I'm
4: thinking, who would win an argument with themselves, Bart or Troy?
5: <laughs> Who's better at arguing with themselves and could win the argument? Troy and was
6: arguing about.
5: It was something to do with ECU, and it was something to do about being excited
6: or calming down, like uh, going yeah, into a year. Like we should, hey, just calm down.
4: <laughs> I, um, and at the
6: beginning of the week, he was like, "We need to be pumped up. We need to be ready to go." <laughs> Troy D
4: argues with Troy D.
3: Here yeah, we us There we go. But I'll say this, man. Uh, kind of like I, I said, I've said this earlier in the year. You know, I, 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 Sunday I had friends calling me and contacting me. You know, Which bowl do you think we're going to? Which uh, you know, let's make our plans now. This I'm like, oh, first of all, here's my thing. Calm down. Everybody, take a deep breath. Jeez, after a seven-year drought, that's something to be proud of around here. It is. I would think you'd want to embrace it and talk about it, right? There's a lot of football yet to be played. Let's let's take it one game at a time and evaluate it at the end of the season. It is a big deal because it hasn't happened in so long here that it would be, and we're on the verge of it happening. It wasn't like this is the first press conference of the year. We're now, we're at the week where this could happen this mm-hmm. week. It could happen Saturday. Now, look, I want us to be at a bowl, but I think we, you know, let's just slow down, calm down, and let's just get one more win first of all. Everybody within this fan base and everybody that's a pirate supporter want so hungry for success. And that, wanting to at least get bowl eligible this year, I want to be even keel. I do think you'd want to embrace it and talk about it, right? Calm down. This could happen this mm-hmm. week. But I got to tap the brakes a little bit. Cool. And you know me. Usually, I'm the one that's going nuts. Take a deep breath. I feel I've been consistent this year.
4: All right. So, let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> so, I that
3: mean, is be
6: perfect.
4: I mean, does Bart win or does Troy win? <laughs> no,
6: Troy's is definitely better to me, especially the end I, feel I like think I've, I've been, been consistent. Pretty, I think I've been pretty consistent. So those
5: two clips we were using from the two shows were either one or two days apart from one another. Where he was like, "Calm down," and he was like, "We need to talk about this." I think you'd want to talk about it. <laughs> he was mad because Mike Houston didn't want to talk about it, and then he was telling folks to calm down. I want to
6: say because he he would. Um, I remember when he used to come on this show. Y'all remember that? Who? That guy that was Trey tray or whatever his yeah name is. but i think it was on a monday because he would come on mondays come on on mondays and then it was a thursday it was that quick of a turnaround right
5: was that pirate radio live or live yeah i guess it was pirate radio live yeah, so yeah. yeah i think you're right it was from a monday to a thursday yeah i mm-hmm. think that's it yep all right we need a break a fun uh first segment of the show today and maybe we'll do a lot of this this summer kind of a
6: I look back at uh, history
5: yeah kind of goof off but at the same time i think people enjoy hearing stuff from the past and i think we funny do, stuff like that
6: I should, I, this is just me throwing out a suggestion and this is also me telling you what you should do
5: great <laughs> i love I, that um wait could it be more work for me to do yeah okay like, great i love these hey, things are yeah. you sitting down
8: yeah
6: <laughs> um i think we should do the best calls of opponents that we've played so like marshall Go back and get the best call, calls from a big Marshall win.
5: Not terrible. Not a bad idea.
6: We'd have it played everybody on our schedule, but, you know, a Marshall, maybe a Rice or, you know, somewhere like that. Not a bad idea, Chandler. And I'm going to put you in charge of that. Hey, will it make you feel better if I sit beside you and, and kind of point out what mm, we should Not do? at all. Pike
5: says, Where's the clip of the guy saying uh, the quarterback is Italian? Yeah, exactly. I, you know what? Coming we'll, this summer. We'll have that later on. We'll do, like, uh, Clip Friday.
6: Coming to Facebook and YouTube this summer. All
5: right, let's take a break. When we return, we will talk about the world of golf. Mark Greenheld's Golf Shop Radio Show will answer the question, What the H is going on with Liv, PGA, World Tour. I'll have him tied up in a nice and neat bow for us when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this.
13: Yes, I am a pirate.
8: A few hundred-
1: watching the news when this fellow came on the tv he's about telling you that you're listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
4: Welcome back. Vacation spots are right here in your very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or ki- a kayak rather, and get out on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right.
5: My Facebook uh, live comments weren't loading, so I missed a bunch. So let's run through those real quick. You ready, Shirley? Sure. Steve Hill says, Clampo!
8: Clippers!
5: Go Gator!
8: Go Gator.
5: Burgly, uh, a burger A burgally. A burgally. Uh, b- bur- I'm a former long snapper. This
0: year, I'm a former long snapper.
5: Then so- uh, he says that's all for today. All right. So, just uh, a quick... <laughs> oh, no. Steve also said... Oh, superstitious, Shirley-
7: wow. bears. D- d- superstitious bears. Superstitious beers.
5: Shirley usually throwing up deuces. Today, she's dropping them. Steve, that is inappropriate
6: crap <laughs>
12: uh
6: i do want me some glory hole though
12: i want me
5: some glory hole scott says hope you got to see the braves game last night with the big comeback and walk off against the mutts oh it was beautiful talked about that earlier in the show uh steve asking was that west virginia game where we had a hurricane and weren't sure if we we're going to be able to play yes we were actually uh, now that you say that i remember partying that friday night Knowing that I had to do an early pregame show. I was like, maybe the power will be cut off and we won't have one. I got like three hours of sleep. Nailed a pregame show. Went to the game. Saw one of the best games of my life. Uh, Jerry says best road dominating performance was going to the Orange Bowl in Miami. And winning 31-6 to in 1996. Steve said, all you guys do is talk about whole nailers. I knew you'd find a way to get them in the program. To which Troy Dreyfus responded... Local politics, but <laughs> we got to uh, bring back that call to uh, John says, I enjoy fired up clip the most. It happens sometimes, John. And Jerry says, do your job. You have one job to do. Hit the like button. Thank you, Jerry, for helping us out here. Do that on Facebook, YouTube and uh, be a part of what we do here at Pirate Radio. All right. Let's get some golf talk in. Let's class it up. Let's class up the joint. And talk to Mark Greenhedge, Golf Shop Radio Show, joining us today. I've got questions. Hopefully he has answers. Greeny, how you doing today, man?
9: I'm doing great, Clip, How are you doing today?
5: Doing all right. And at the time of this recording, I'm doing better than Harold Varner Third. as I uh, came into today. Two over. Shirley. Shirley's in the bathroom again. Shirley. What are we doing, Shirley? Rerack. Rack it up. Re rack. Re rack. How did that happen? How did that happen? What no. is going Got on? It. Got it. As I was saying, Mark Greenhill's Golf Shop Radio Show joins the show. Greenny, how you doing today, sir?
13: I'm doing great, Clip. How are you doing today? I'm doing
5: good, and I've been looking forward to this chat, Greeny, because uh, some big news in the golf world. Now, the the headline that came out earlier in the week was PGA Tour, Live Tour, World Tour, all going to be under one umbrella. I didn't see a, a lot of details at the time about what that meant, and I don't believe I've seen any since. So can you just kind of get us up to date on where we are with that announcement earlier in the week and, and what it means moving forward?
9: Yeah, so essentially uh, the uh, private investment fund, or PIF, that was giving money to Live Golf is now around and investing into the PGA Tour. So what does that really mean? It's not a merger of Live and the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. Basically, PIF is putting their money into the PGA Tour and into the DP World Tour and into this new conglomerate of what it becomes. You'll have the uh, the head of PIF is going to uh, end up being the chairman of the board. Uh, Monahan, who is the uh, you know basically runs the PGA Tour, he's the commissioner. He will be the CEO of this new company. The rest of the board will majority be filled out by DP World Tour people, PGA Tour people, maybe another PIF person, but really the PGA Tour is going to have controlling interest in this, and uh, Monahan will continue to run things as usual. What that means for the actual live piece of this, we we don't know yet because PGA Tour kind of has control of this whole thing. They may choose to do away with live, uh, or if there's no money going into live, it may go away. So what happens to those players? We don't know a whole lot about this whole thing other than just where the money's going at that point but you got to think that the PGA tour has suspended some of these guys. Some of these guys resigned their memberships, whether it was on the DP world tour or on the PGA tour. So there's going to have to be some way for them to get back in. Is that going through qualifying tournaments potentially, uh, you know, and then you start looking at, okay, so maybe like a Dustin Johnson or Brooks Koepka or Cam Smith don't have a whole lot of trouble getting in, uh, through qualifying tournaments, maybe, a maybe a Sergio Garcia, but you start looking at like Lee Westwood, Phil Mickelson, uh, Ian Poulter, the rest of these guys may have a little bit of trouble getting in. I mean, Phil's like, what, 40-something on the, out of 48 players on the Live Tour right now in terms of points. So there's still a lot to be figured out, but going forward, you're going to have a lot more money being filtered into the PGA Tour. And the other big thing of this clip is that the PGA Tour has been a not-for-profit for so long they're going to have a piece that's still – a large piece that's still a not-for-profit, but there's also going to be a piece that's an LLC that can make money, which kind of proves to you that that the PIF fund wants to make money, and, of course, the PJ Tour is going to capitalize on that as well. So still a lot to be figured out, but that's kind of a general consensus of what I've seen so far.
5: Yeah, great explanation. Thank you for that, Greeny. Uh, Mark Greenheld's Golf Shop Radio Show joining us. So, Greeny, in your best uh – opinion right now do you think are we still going to move forward with the entities uh, pga tour world tour live all as as separate things kind of under one big umbrella is that how you see this or or do you think moving forward everybody comes together like what what do you predict the end game is here
9: i don't think live's going to exist i think it's going to go away after its current season and i think i think what you're going to see is in my opinion, what you want to do, and they've talked about the team aspect and keeping some part of the team aspect around. I mean, ultimately, what I could see down the road is that what, what they called the designated events yeah. could turn more into a live-type scenario. Okay. Except they would, they would be better. They would be 72 holes. They're, everybody would start on the first tee. You, to me, you expand the field to 80 players, right? 80 players. Now you have 24-man teams if you want to have the team concept right and you would probably have some form of two or three players are firm on each team and then those bottom guys can rotate in and rotate out depending on the standings from some of the other events so there could be play your way in play your way out there could be constant relegation Uh, i think that's what's been picked on for live so far is the fact that you got 48 guys nobody gets to go in nobody gets to go out if you're playing bad you're out if you're playing good you're in I could see some kind of scenario with that. And then those would be obviously no cut events. So there, there's an endless possibility. And as you start to get maybe some of these guys back in, I mean, for me, you know, obviously it's Brooks, Brooks Kepke, he's won a major championship. It's Cam Smith, he still holds a major championship. Dustin Johnson is still, for me, somewhat in the prime of his career, although he doesn't really seem to care, you know, whether he's playing big time golf or not. So there's a few guys that you would want to pull back in. But, again, most of the stars still reside on the PGA Tour, so you're going to have this as usual.
5: Mark Greenhouse, Golf Shop Radio Show. Uh, Greeny, any chance we see, uh, like, shorts at the John Deere Classic or something like that moving forward? What, what's going to happen to the shorts and the music and all that stuff?
9: No, since, you know, what you get is you really get um, guys can wear shorts in their practice rounds right now. Yeah. So that's what you look at from that perspective. And then uh, I think you're going to see that you know business as usual in terms of PGA Tour rules. Yeah. Anything like that changes. So yeah. But it's always fun to see him and you know to kind of dress down during the practice round
5: granny uh boy another major snuck up on me as i'm not following week to week and due to ecu baseball and their schedules we haven't had a chance to talk to you in a couple weeks so we're less than a week away uh from the u.s open right now rbc canadian open going on but the u.s open next week in los angeles and uh what excites you about uh them playing at the la country club uh, who are you keeping an eye on uh, give us a kind of a preview
9: of that event next week well, my interest is because this is a new venue that kind of go back and look at some of the more recent new venues, and they haven't had a whole lot of success. I mean, Aaron Hills was a new venue, and they didn't get the weather conditions that they were looking for, so it became an easy golf course. Uh, Chambers Bay became kind of a, a comedy when, you know, you got a, a guys missing the first green to the left, and it rolled 100 yards away from the green. I mean, it kind of got, and the greens themselves were terrible. So it's going to be really interesting to see if the USGA can get a new venue, right. And we always know that the USGA for some reason tries to set a score in their mind and they try and set the golf course up that way. And if they get wet weather, then it becomes really easy. And if they get really dry and windy and nasty and you know, hot conditions, then it kind of goes the other way and they sometimes go over the edge. So that's to me what the interesting part about this is, is, is what does the golf course look like? How does it play? And then how is the USJ managing their setup on the golf course? Uh, you know, I think we as fans, we're fine if guys go low because conditions get soft, you know? But we're not real fine when things go the other way and we go over the edge and, and like, guys are making doubles and triples and nobody can make birdies and it kind of goes the other way. So that's, to me, the real interesting part of that. Plus the fact that, you know, we've seen Scotty Scheffler kind of implode the PGA Championship. We saw Rory McIlroy not miss the cut at the PGA Championship. We saw John Rahm kind of get off to a rocky start. We saw Victor Hovland, in my opinion, kind of choke down the stretch, but now come back and win a golf tournament. So, and then again, which live guy is going to step up? Is it going to be Brooks Koepka coming back? We've seen Brooks <laughs> compete in two of the majors so far. Yeah. Um. Does Does he show up in a third major championship? So those are kind of the storylines that I'm looking at.
5: Mark Elge, Golf Shop Radio Show, uh, joining us. We'll preview Saturday's program in a moment. Greeny coming up in Hour 2. We'll talk to uh, Tony Dunn from the C3 podcast. Talks about the Panthers, big Panthers fan. And uh, I saw this on another show, um, uh, Unnecessary Roughness podcast, where they were saying something nice about every college football team. Today I'm going to have Tony and Chandler, Panthers fans, say something nice about the other teams in the NFC South and really compliment them, not... Not uh, tongue in cheek, not a backhanded compliment. So I want to try this out with you first. Uh, can you say something nice about South Carolina, the Gamecocks, and make it genuine?
9: Well, you know, for me, it's always one of those things. Like when you have a rivalry, you want the other team to be good, at least in my opinion. Like, you know, and there was a run where South Carolina won four or five in a row, and then obviously Clemson's had their run. So for me, it's nice to actually see going into this year that when you look at that last game of the season, right now you feel like it's going to be a really competitive game. That's that's what I want. I want South Carolina to be good, and it seems like that they've come back a little bit. They've got some quarterback play, which has kind of been their bugaboo for the last four or five years. We know they've always had a pretty stout defense, so on the offensive side of the ball, it seems like it's resurrected. I mean, as a Clemson guy, do I want us to blow them out? Yeah, but I want want there to be some – some, you know, some razzmatazz about this game. I want them to, to be some, some hate amongst each other. I like that. So. From that standpoint, I'm really happy that South Carolina is—it seems to be back a little bit more coming into this season than they've been in the
5: past. Great answer, yeah. You handled that perfectly, Granny. That was well done. Uh, and, and you're right. Uh, as a, a Washington fan, it's fun. Last year, the NFC East was all pretty good. It made for a, a really, really fun year. So, uh, it is. Uh, you want to see the rivals lose, but you want to see them being good uh, while they lose. Look
9: at look at my AFC East this year. I mean, as a Patriots. Oh man. I mean, any. Any one of those teams, I feel like, has a shot to win that division if things fall right for them.
5: No doubt. Greeny, uh, what you guys got planned for Saturday's edition of the Golf Shop Radio Show?
9: So we are live down in Greenville, South Carolina area this week with the BMW Charity Pro-Am presented by TD Finex. We will be live, boots on the ground. So a lot of the show will be revolving around that. We're usually overlooking the ninth green. So we'll have Mike McGovern, the, the tournament director, is going to be on. The uh, Brandon Mortley, the uh, Thornblade head golf professional, is going to be on with us. We're going to talk to Ron Green Jr. from Global Golf Post, the Hall of Fame writer, uh, get his take on this whole uh, PIF and PGA Tour and DP World Tour, as well as check in with uh, Matt Ward. He's going to do the same thing with us. He's up in the New York area for uh, Golf UK. So we're going to talk a little bit, I think, about this whole situation and what it means and see if we get any more clarification from people. But, again, we're going to try and also get some celebrities on because the Pro-Am down there is a celebrity event. So we'll see who we get on as well.
5: Greeny, good stuff. We'll check that out 8 a.m. Saturday morning right here on Pirate Radio. We appreciate your time on the show and uh, the clarification on what's going on in golf. We'll keep an eye on that, and uh, we'll talk again with you next week.
9: All right. Thanks a lot, Cliff. Have a good one.
5: Green Elge, Golf Shop Radio Show joining us on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live Free Beer Friday. Got a case of Budweiser coming your way to one lucky caller in hour number three. We'll wrap up hour one when we return. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. Got a fun hour too. Tony Dunn joins us. We'll play you uh, some clips from Paul Pierce being drunk on a watch party with Kevin Garnett. Good we'll thing I never do that. We'll play Name That Sound and more. Huge Hour 2. And if you're a pirate, you want to tune in to Hour 3. Marcus Crandall and carl Lester Crumpler. Big Friday edition of PRL Rolls On after this.
13: No without even knowing, I right up
4: and drove down. Now I'm on a roll and I sway to my soul. Tonight I'm going to paint this town.
8: So bring me truth.
1: The I've been up to my neck, working six days a week. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? when you can be a pirate. Now back to the show.
4: Welcome back. The Dickinson Avenue Public House is a lively and diverse restaurant in Greenville that uses fresh and local ingredients. With influences of Creole, Asian, and upscale southern cuisine, the Dickinson Avenue Public House offers a seasonally rotating menu and a full service bar with rotating craft brews on tap. Come to the intersection of 8th and Dickinson and enjoy Dollar Oysters Tuesday through Thursday from 530 to 7. For more details, check out Dap House nc.com now let's head back in to prl here's clip
5: wrapping up our number one if you are just tuning in during the open of the show uh, i watched live the final out in charlottesville virginia and duke coming back to win against virginia in game one of that super regional so they uh, have a one nothing series lead heading into saturday that was the first of the Super Regional Action. We'll run down the scores for uh, a scoreboard real quick on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. DeBuck. TCU will be at Indiana State, and that is not accurate because that will be at TCU. But is Indiana State the home team? That's the way it's labeled when I look at it on ESPN. Either way, uh, it's in Fort Worth, and it'll be TCU-Indiana State at 5 o'clock on ESPNU. 6 o'clock on the Deuce, it'll be South Carolina and Florida. 8 o'clock in Eugene, it'll be Oral Roberts taking on Oregon. The four series that'll get underway on Saturday include Bama and Wake Forest, Kentucky, LSU, Texas, Stanford, and Tennessee, at Southern Miss. So that is the super regional schedule for the weekend. Four games today. and uh, all eight games being played on Saturday. And then we'll have some if necessary action going on uh Sunday and Monday. So uh boy, kinda stinks we're not in it. May or may not pay attention to it. But I don't know. Uh we'll see. Might we'll watch some hoops tonight. Nuggets at the miami heat i've been on a 30 for 30 kick lately
6: and i watched oh. the uh
5: what you got well that, chandler
6: that was me hey. um have you watched the bill walton one yet no i've heard it's good i'm gonna watch it i've heard from multiple sources that it's <clears> really good i went and picked up familiar the other night and it was on and i was getting some pieces of it and uh I pieces just, getting some
5: pizzas, pizzas. getting pieces and pizzas i'm not a huge bill walton guy
6: the uh, story of him getting picked is pretty cool.
5: What's the story? He's, he was, what about a story?
6: He was traveling the world and uh, was off somewhere overseas or somewhere and uh, was told by a random person that he had been picked number one overall. Hmm. If you want the actual story better <laughs> than the one I just told you, watch it. 30 for 30. <laughs> Bill Walton, the luckiest man on the earth.
5: Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't
6: think so. It's so <laughs>
5: you definitely don't work for ESPN. i'm talking
6: about how great it is and i just keep butchering the uh stories and the title of the 30 for 30 uh,
5: uh good stuff chan man is that tony dunn i hear i uh, hope so let's take a break we'll come back when we return our two of pirate radio live we're gonna um uh, we might go through the whole nfc i saw this on another show so i'm gonna rip it off it was on Unnecessary Roughness uh, on Borstel, where they did say something nice about every college football team. We're going to say something genuinely nice, compliment, well, at least do the NFC South, maybe the whole NFC. So I want to hear what Chandler and Tony have to say nice about their NFC South counterparts. And it's got to be genuine. Can't be backhanded. It's got to be a real compliment. Just to... Pass an olive branch. I, uh, I'll i say something nice about the Cowboys to get it rolling if you want me to. Wow. So that just shows you that I want it to be genuine.
6: That we mean business.
5: But also when we return, Paul Pierce drunk on a live stream with Kevin Garnett. Got that on the way after these words.
8: And no problem.
4: is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And
1: You're going to listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. So Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
4: Welcome back. Christie's EuroPub is the perfect place to relax, grab a bite, and enjoy a drink. Located in the heart of Greenville and just a few blocks from ECU campus. Uh, Christie's offers lunch, dinner, and late night with live music every Sunday. Come and have lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 3 or Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4. For the latest information, check Christie's out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or Christy'sEuropub.com. Scratch cooking takes time, so relax and enjoy a pint today at Euro Europub. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Hey, with you. Pirate Radio Live on a free beer Friday. Budweiser coming your way. Hour three. We got a case of the King of Beers and a lunch for two of Tiebreakers coming up. Hour three of today's show. Also, carl Lester Crumpler and Marcus Crandall. Great interview on tap for our final hour of the show. It's all ahead. Plus, we got Name That Sound in about 25, 30 minutes from now as well. Tony Dunn joins us for the first time in a while inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Tony, good to see you.
11: Great interview here as well. Say that one more time. Great interview here as well. Is this going to be a good... I, I, I don't oh, have any good questions superb. for you. Superb. I can talk about whatever you need. What to makes you like. tick? What makes me tick? Well, clip. That's a great question. <laughs> uh, you know, coming here, enjoying a nice summer day with my friends, with All my right. childhood friend yeah. and my new child friend, Aww. Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> uh tony i got something i saved for you i think
5: you'll really enjoy this have you seen any of the paul pierce kevin garnett stuff no. okay I have great not. neither of
6: you chandler no. oh, and maybe no. a lot
5: of you folks haven't either
6: is everybody copying us now by the way because i think stephen a has a thing where he's watching along so everybody... chandler
5: we didn't invent this uh,
6: it was a joke <laughs> oh okay yes
5: everybody's copying us now
6: Nah, it's just too late
5: okay my bad didn't know you were joking um so yeah the watch party thing is popular and we do it here and we have a lot of fun and and we've got we get good views on it people hang out enjoy it we had a blast with brandon manning and bryce williams last friday chandler and i chandler went real emo on sunday
11: uh but man it was fun nonetheless yeah well i can't wait to get to some sports where i can be involved well, you have been involved. Where we're getting to that time period. Yeah. We could do some baseball this year. Did you do a basketball game? You did a, bas- did yeah. a basketball yeah. game. Uh, yeah.
6: um, I think it was that Oklahoma game.
11: But we could get to basketball, to baseball, to basketball, to football? It was the Dave K game. It was Tulane. Dave was. K. hit the
5: three, and we all it celebrated was. when they cut it to
11: 22. Remember? <laughs> 22, that's yeah. right. Um, so, but, you know, the watch-alongs, I think I have an idea of why the watch-alongs are fun, why people like them. I know why I like them personally. I'll hear your reason first. Okay. Mine is that you get to go and hang out with your friends and watch the game, but without actually having to go to their house.
5: Exactly. And, Tony, we talk about this on Sundays, You and you, like... Like, you, you probably want to watch it at home, don't you? You're so you're not going to go out, are you?
11: I'm the same, but you but you talk that way to me all the time,
5: <laughs> and uh, and I like on my Sundays turning on uh, the barstool uh, stream, and they're in there, they're gambling on games, they're watching the games, and I'm watching a game, and it does kind of feel like you're hanging out. You're I like the. The drama and the passion and the, when they blow a bet and how m- mad they get. <laughs> so it is like relaxing at home and still kind of hanging out. Yeah, so.
11: because it does take energy to go to your buddy's house, to make arrangements, to think about, oh, I gotta get home. I gotta make sure I don't have too many beers or don't drink at all. Should I bring some food?
5: I still feel like I'm hanging out with my family even though like they're in another room. Yeah, At least yeah, I'm at you're home. You're a good dad because you're <laughs> yeah. at home. Yeah.
11: It's similar to how kids play video games. Now, now they watch watch kids play right. video games and you are now the kid on the couch who wanted the controller yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly uh cas
5: says nice tea tony nice tea shirt oh
8: <laughs> <Jeez>.
5: <laughs> spill the tea Kaz enjoys the watch parties but he says they're awesome because you never know what chandler will do or say that's true he is unpredictable oh, and that's why they like pirate radio Um, no doubt, no doubt. We had one of our interns yesterday say, If my friend Tommy could meet Chandler, he'd pee his pants. Chandler, you are a celebrity, celebrity. dude. I don't
6: want to make people pee their pants,
5: even though peeing in your pants is cool, cool. it's the coolest.
11: You can't, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants.
6: If peeing in your pants is cool, (laughs) (laughs) consider me
8: Miles Miles
11: And that's why people like Chandler, right there. Yeah. Uh, Chad same a sound, but good can reel off a hap, uh, Billy Madison quote.
5: Chad has a question. And by the way, he's uh, he said, "Greetings from Swan Quarter, pulling ferry, pulling into Ocracoke." Hello, Chad. He said, "Anyone know where to hire a girlfriend for the night?" Whoa, that is a great segue into Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. <laughs> so Garnett's doing this thing. I don't know if it was on Showtime bleacher i don't don't know what it would but for a company and kg is one of the biggest trash talkers foul mouth potty mouth he is playing it straight he knows he's there to do a job i don't know how much he's getting paid but they've probably told him hey kg here's your millions of dollars you just watch the game talk about it try not to get too crazy so he's buttoned down Paul Pierce walks up to the stream. They're on, like, a couch or whatever, chairs, and he brings a plus one. This is interesting, Tony. Like, (laughs) if we invite you, like, you've never brought Miranda or a girl that's not your wife. Uh, Paul Pierce walks up with a lady friend and introduces her to KG. This is at the beginning, so that's (laughs) clip one. Let's hear that, Shirley. Kevin. Hey, how you doing?
1: Camille. Camille, nice to meet you. Formula One everywhere,
0: ain't it? Formula yeah. One so this everywhere. This is my girlfriend for the day. They got a website that you can hire girlfriends for the day. Stop, man. And so I got Stop. a girlfriend. Got
3: Stop, man. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Stop.
0: You can hire girlfriends for Stop, the day. Stop, man. I went on the website and I hired a girlfriend for
1: the look, look, look Look, <laughs> look, Collins, there go Collins. <laughs> <laughs> there go, look at D-Wade at the game. <laughs> okay, <Look at> D-Wade. You <laughs> start that website. I mean, girlfriends for the day. Me. We're live. You are streaming. <laughs> Whatever you're saying, they can hear you.
0: Shout out to everybody who
10: joined us.
5: So Kevin Garnett's trying to change the subject, saying, stop, we're live. And he's like, did you hear me? While hey, Paul did you Pe- hear keeps, this? <laughs> That's what drunk people do. They repeat the same thing over and over that again. That is true. Uh, just hired, uh, this is Camille just hired her for the day went on a website hired a girl for the I day I looked up how
11: do you get a girlfriend for a day <laughs> can you believe there's a website that gives you a girlfriend for a day Kevin Garnett
5: awkwardly you know he shakes her hand I'm sure he's like why did Paul Pierce bring this uh, it's girl? called
11: www.getsygirlfriend.com <laughs> for a day slash for a day for a day you can do flash, slash half a
5: day so it got off to a great start there Tony with that um, this is Paul Pierce wanting to light up a cigar so he's asking people for a lighter and somebody <laughs> throws one to him and then this happened
0: give me a lighter give me a lighter yeah who do you think you talking to hey my boy don't make me snack you relax <laughs> man relax relax man who did, uh-huh. relax man relax i'm saying you though you it. it came from here. relax all right no. watch the game lord get on the game
5: so, once again, Kevin Garnett babysitting. Paul Pierce is looking one way, Lighter comes in and smacks him, and he keeps looking the same way and says, don't make me smack you, and Garnett's like, he came from that way. That's
11: just the coffee kid. So,
5: you know this part of being drunk, too, he's now in the angry drunk stage. Paul Pierce, he's ready to fight somebody. um All right, here's <laughs> another one. This is Paul Pierce. He's talking about Gabe Vincent, and somehow he's watching the game and doesn't see this guy. And Garnett is telling him that he's right there on the screen. Hit that number three, charlie Vincent
0: had like he was averaging a dub <laughs> He messed his ankle up. Yeah, no, he,
2: he messed, messed his ankle up. He ain't even got him in the game. He yeah. in the game. he right there on Where? the road. He on the road,
1: Gordon. No, Vincent ain't in the game. Vincent right there. P, number two, taking the ball. Where? Got the ball, P.
5: (laughs) He's got the ball. He's got the ball, P. You can tell he's getting frustrated when he calls him P. He's right there, P. He's got the ball. So, Garnett is kind of over it. By the way, this is all on video, and it's funny to watch the video oh, version of, of it, too. You got to see the first part where he's talking about his uh, girlfriend for the day. <laughs> uh, finally, for the, like, the 40th time, Kevin Garnett is trying to explain to him that they're live and they're working. Uh, so, hit the final clip, Shirley. Cut four.
0: Troop in the building, <laughs> where's the ticket at? I thought this was Ticket in the truth Ticket right here, homie. This is a, right a here, Troop in oh, right Kevin right now. All right. I need to wear the ticket at to speak that real You <laughs> understand live stream, you know what I'm saying? No. Right,
1: <laughs> you got do some production
0: and some editing within the
8: live
1: stream. Like, what the hell? <laughs> is this is live right now, y'all. Yeah, this is live. This is live. It's live. It's live.
5: Bert, Lord, Bert. You heard the, the girl say popping? stop. He was no, kissing the girl. No, we're working.
0: We're working. We're not popping. We're working. We're popping. We're on the live stream. Once you understand the
1: difference between no. popping and popping? No. We're no. popping. No. no. We're, we're, we're live streaming.
5: So there you go. That's uh, that's me and
11: Chandler. Chandler says we're popping. We're popping. That's Chandler, literally a we're lot. working.
6: That's literally how... We were, oh man, he extent. said
11: popping. I wonder if he's talking about those things you buy at the gas station that you sniff that are like. Have you heard of these? They're poppers. Or something I have like not, them. Tony. Old, old men get them all the time. I remember, like uh, when I worked at Trademark
5: and I was in high school, like yellow jackets became popular. Is that what they were called? Like the little energy pill. There's something. Things?
11: They're like I think like street Viagra's. Why do you want to just walk around like that all day? I don't know. I mean, I guess they're going to do something. But when he's saying, I'm popping, I mean, what is he trying to do with her? I think he says it's on and popping. Oh. We're having a good time while he's making out with his girl who doesn't want to make it out. Stop! Hey, I thought you said uh, you were my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, today is the day. The You're day. on the clock. <laughs> you will kiss
5: me. What a mess that was. Uh, and then there's a clip of Paul Pierce. like He looks at his phone and he, he his eyes open up big. He realizes they've been on a live stream the whole time. He's,
11: like in the fourth quarter. What is crazy is at that fourth clip, he's like, if this is a live stream, you in trouble. And he's like, it's live. I mean, like, After he tried to tell him for like 50 three hours, time. it's been three
6: hours. You in trouble if this is live, and it's like it <laughs> is live. Chandler, if
5: you are a team guy like you say you are, I think you need to bring a girlfriend for the day into the nation. Next... Absolutely,
6: all right. You're gonna need to this get. Is Camille. Angry. Uh, this is
11: Camille. This is Camille Tony. Uh, Tony Camille clip. Camille Camille clip. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, if the pirate radio listeners can make <laughs> this happen for and not tell Clip and myself about it, and then get Chandler his girlfriend for the she day, just shows up with like, him, and we're oh, we'd be dead. Oh, uh, dead. I pull
6: up a chair beside me before she gets here, and they're like, "Y'all are like, what's that chair for?" And I'm like, "I." Nah, just don't worry about it. just in case now somebody gotta comes in you to walk in
11: with her you gotta be like with a cane or something yeah and a long trench coat and a, and a, and a cigar and just be like inappropriate as hell this is Camille <laughs> you gotta be kissing on her during the
5: games yo like, stop. let me tell you
11: about this website <laughs> you got that QR code Camille Paul Pierce is an absolute mess he's awesome no, no, no. Let's put him in the category of guys to like you want to hang out with. Uh, okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, don't toss you, him a liar. You didn't hear about this website? Clip? Don't toss don't toss him a liar. Oh, I know that much. <laughs> yeah.
5: hey, my boy. He said, My boy. <laughs> don't make me smack you, my boy. <laughs> they called him my boy. All right. Uh so there is that. Wanted to pass that along. Uh Tony, saw this on another show? say something nice about fill in the blank and I wanted to play uh, that game with you and the NFC South today while there's not much going on in the uh, in Pantherland. What, what was y'all's topic this week on the podcast on the uh, live stream Oh uh, a
6: huge number
11: change. Yeah, um, no, that's, Tony was mad about that Wednesday night. Yeah, Brian uh, Burns changing his number to zero. Like, right? I don't think it's right for a defensive player to have a zero on at least on the front on the defensive front. Uh, no, this past week is and some news has happened that J.C. Horn got hurt uh, this week again. And out for the rest of OTA's yeah. mini camp. Uh, this week on the live stream, though, our topic was this is fun because it's that time where you have to drum up stuff too, exactly. As well as, uh, the they changed the quarterback's practice jersey from red to black, thank you. In this, so we talked about that, and then I mean, th- thank you.
6: I hated the red jerseys.
11: Okay. they're gonna bring it back when they put the pads on and start hitting though you can't be like oh you know what I mean like there is a visual reason they had the red for a long time but then there's this funny picture of Steve Smith floating around so we oh, played yeah. that game of what was Steve Smith saying oh is that new I thought it was yeah. old but I know exactly well, what you're talking and about and he's like Yeah, and uh, so we played basically a game of what is Steve Smith saying and it turns out what he is saying is one is he said have you heard that Brian Burns may be dating Taylor Swift that's a rumor that's out there Right now, yeah. She
6: just broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah, that's long ago. I know.
11: And then Brian the other, Burns. That's what the tweet. And I said this is I'm not going to chase down any of this anymore. I said per TMZ. I said I'm just going to believe it. Just go with it. I needed something to talk about that night, so we went th- from that to it turned. to down- do you know what your po- your numbers would be if the Swifties get on board? Oh man, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I've already been tweeting my son about like a message in him, like hey, because he loves some Taylor Swift. So I be like you got to get Taylor the Swift.
6: Bank of America Stadium could be dangerous.
11: Like the Swift Heads, though, catch
5: wind of one night. That's your major topic. And they're oh. all chiming in. Oh, let's have you it. You could do millions. Judy let's and Lily
11: them. Brock are going to be tuned in. Yeah. So then, uh, and then the last kind of thing that Steve Smith was also saying was Did you hear that Russell Okunk did a 40 day fast of just water? Um, just water. Was that true? That yes. He didn't eat a single bit of food i was like that and i was frankly i was stunned that you could live without eating for 40 days
6: mr beast tried it and he needed like some extra medical attention like he even warned people like don't try this at home i have a doctor with me Have but he had to have done something like that but, I mean, that is the truth. But if you just tell me, if we're at AJ's and you're talking to me, I think you're just exaggerating. But yep. he actually did that.
11: I mean, Siddhartha Gautama, the guy that became Buddha, used to have did one grain of white rice a day, slept on a bed of nails, and stood on one foot throughout the, throughout the day while he meditated. And that was pretty living. hardcore. That's a little. Um,
1: but
6: if you look at the picture of Russell Okung when he was with the Panthers, I think that was his last stop in his career, to
11: what he looks like now. It's wild. It is insane. It looks sickly to me, but maybe hopefully he's healthy. Well, he's mentally in a great place. He's like uh Good. but uh, that was what we pretty much talked about, and <laughs> then right. it went was uh, Mac- on a crazy, t- you know, tangent yeah. after tangent after that. Was Matt Corral in that Smith picture? Yes, I thought that yeah, was him. Just uh, Jamie says, "How's Matt Corral doing? Any news on that?" He is moving down the depth chart. Actually, just right where he was is right. Oh, they promoted. They have initially uh, officially named Bryce Young number one. Okay, already didn't take long? No, not at all. And they could have done it. I mean, it was this is all going exactly how it was scripted. But I mean, I guess poor. He's just going to be there. You know, maybe he'll be able to just hold a spot in Carolina. His potential
6: batted balls been a discussion yet.
11: I, 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 I think it's so many bad. people
6: talking about it. Uh, one of our new interns brought it up yesterday.
11: Well, I'm not thing, worry about actually, it until it happens. More is what Panther fans too are talking about. Uh, is, is why is Bryce Young? Why was he the toast of the town before the draft? But now he's with the Panthers. That everybody wants to talk about how Stroud and Richardson are going to be. Uh, the break I think that happens candidates. a lot.
5: I think that happens. Like everybody wants to be the person that says the number one guy is not going to make it this guy is i try yeah and and it's kind of the the
11: season it's the seasons of discussion right it's like that one bryce young doing well and continues to show number one promise doesn't get you to change the channel or turn up the volume at the when you're getting your tires changed watching espn and
5: we try to trick ourselves into things too like if you're a texans fan or if you got one of these other quarterbacks like you know what? we got the best guy yeah you just start believing you know you but
11: make Pan- yourself believe it panther fans have a small man complex a lot of them that they feel disrespected and But now I they did. literally do i did true true i did try to make those points to them clip so you've rubbed off on me
5: all right uh jamie says he'll throw five hundred dollars in a uh, girlfriend for the day for chandler for the next watch party so there you go chandler i was hoping that would do we need more
11: <laughs> that might get him too I mean, it sounds like yeah I mean, if you're going above $500 it sounds like no, it's we want a
6: girlfriend we want to be Paul Pierce territory this is uh, a clip Tony this is Kelly <laughs> this is Kelly and Kelly Kramer. you
11: just sit there and be quiet you well, gotta be mean to him Yeah, Paul uh, won't mean is that how you treat your women he'll be like this if you throw him and hit him with a lighter he'll be like Kelly don't make me slap you <laughs> this is how Chandler treats his woman
5: He doesn't have one. Oh. Uh, That was mean. That was mean spirit. So let's
11: go the other way and say something nice. I'm sorry. I like your shirt today. All
5: right. Say something nice about your rivals. I'll start with Dallas. Uh, They are pretty terrifying uh, from a roster standpoint. In fact, uh, just yesterday and I, okay so yesterday i realized there was a player on their team that i didn't know was on there today i realized they didn't have a player that i
11: thought was on there yesterday i realized brandon cooks i was wondering if you're gonna say that because that does make them terrifying cd lamb brandon cooks uh um, and the off michael
5: Gallup. uh tony pollard is mr electric they are terrifying on offense. I was going to add Dalton Schultz makes them terrifying. Didn't realize he was a Texan until he a about Texan. 30 minutes ago. He overplayed his hand. So uh, Jake Ferguson, they'll have a young tight end in there. But that offense, and really they're terrifying on defense with Michael Parsons, Lawrence, uh, Vander Esch, a great middle linebacker, Trayvon Diggs, and Stephon Gilmore are the corners.
11: So their roster is really, really good. Those, those are my compliments for Dallas. All right, well, my compliment for the Atlanta Falcons is Grady Jarrett is one of the underrated defensive uh, front players, defensive ends in the NFL. He has been productive despite them not having any talent around him. And now they're trying to put some names, albeit old, while he's getting gold. He turned 30, and now they've got Calais Campbell up there up front with him. But they did get LaCale London so it looks like, man, they're finally going to give him some players to work with, and they've got a big name in Jeff Akuda there in the secondary, who's trying to make find a second life, second lease on life. He has not been good throughout his time in Detroit. So Grady Jarrett, underrated player, uh, deserves his kudos.
6: There's two things that the Falcons have, where they have the best of this in the South:
11: five dollar beers at the stadium.
6: Is that true? They did. Right, yeah. Three things: cheap beer. They have the best stadium in the league or in the division. They also have one the the best tight end in the division and one of the best tight ends in in the league.
11: Mm. Is right. the best tight end thing true? I think he's probably right.
5: Well, uh, I think there remains to be seen on that. Jury's the, out, Kyle Pitts.
6: But his sophomore year is coming up, so let's see have you
5: have you all looked at a fantasy mock draft yet this year? no I did for the first time this week and Bijan is in the top 10
11: in like all of the mock drafts I'm not getting suckered in anymore to picking these running backs through. I think I'm going wide receiver okay fair enough
5: uh, real quick uh,
11: Saints
6: um God
11: Alvin Kamara is my favorite non-Panther player in the division that I wish wasn't he on he is the so, so much fun to watch yeah and I hope that he doesn't go to jail for breaking that guy's face. Okay. I,
6: I appreciate Cam Jordan's longevity in the league and how dominant he's been throughout his his career. It that was seems, nice. Uh, I feel like just from day one, I remember his rookie year, how dominant he was. And I feel like to, to, this, day, <laughs> to this day, we have to look out for Cam Jordan.
5: Tony, they have a quarterback you don't want to party with, but if you needed a best friend to a best friend draft out of the quarterbacks, I think Derek Carr might be number one on the list.
11: genuinely good guy yeah i agree i mean he's like character witness number one
5: (laughs) all right and finally this might be difficult because they are in shambles right now the bucks all
6: right so i'll go ahead and say this i really have respect for them uh i all right mike schwartz great respect to the bucks but i i just i love that they think that they can do something with
5: Baker Mayfield <laughs> that no that's not a compliment no that's not a compliment try again
6: I love that they think they can do something that's, I, I, I like
11: that's the more like a compliment for you
6: I, I like the confidence they have in Baker Mayfield and oh, Kyle oh. And that's not a compliment um
5: think of something what do they have on the roster
6: they've got great
11: receivers
6: Mike Evans
5: I, they
11: have I, a very – the they're thing geriatric about, back there. I mean, they're getting old. I there.
6: Can, look, but I can say the same thing about what I just said about Cam Jordan. Mike Evans is entering yeah. about double digits in the league, double-digit years in the league. But guess what? We still have to keep – we have to scout him more than anybody on the roster uh, besides Tom Brady. But, I mean, when you're looking at the offense, Mike Evans to this day, to this is, day. Is, is a guy that you have to circle – when you're looking at
11: film. I'm going to give kudos to a team that goes and just says, look, we're going to win a Super Bowl every decade, every, what, 20 years? And uh, we know that we're going to be terrible this year, so we're going to go ahead and go get that number one quarterback kid from USC by um, putting Baker Mayfield at quarterback. They are committed to the process, man. They They have a plan. They know themselves, so kudos to them. All right, good job, guys. Don't you feel better being nice to rivals it's
6: over the nice nice train has left the station
5: we'll do this throughout uh the sun we'll do uh nfc east and west next week okay Uh, all right uh let's take a break we got to play name that sound tony this will be your first time playing in studio okay so we'll take a break come back got name that sound coming up on pirate radio live play along at home back with you after this
4: is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from a glass.
9: Hey, Red Solo Cup is cheap and
10: disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable. Unlike my home, they
1: are not. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
4: Welcome back. Do you need custom T-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? well keep it local and print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com the official sportswear provider of pirate radio now let's head back in to prl here's clip
5: back with your pirate radio live let's get right into it Shirley, because we need to speed this game on along and we got crump in hour three here we go come on in
6: sit right down Take a guess and name that sound. Turn that frown upside down because it's time for Name That
4: Sound.
6: Now, here's the host of Name That Sound, Miss
4: Shirley Rose. Thank you, thank you, and welcome in to another edition of Name That Sound. The rules are easy. I play a sound. You try to guess it. We have three uh, contestants three. today. Three. Uh, Clip, Chandler, and Tony is going to participate today. Let's go down to Tony. Let's go down to Tony. All right, folks. Why don't we kick this off with sound number one.
5: Um, roulette. Incorrect. Let's hear it, Hit
6: it again. A door cracking. It
5: sounds like something's spinning. Hit it again.
11: I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's got a squeak at the end, like a chair. But no. Yeah, it's like a chirp four, and a squeak. Four, yeah. Three. Oh, no.
5: five, I do Two. Know.
4: One. Chandler, you were close, but it was a sliding glass door. Oh, hmm. So when you open it up. No, I'm not. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Next sound.
1: Not the mama. Not the mama. Uh, dinosaurs.
4: Not the mama. not the mama. That would be one point for what Clips. Was it dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. It was a classic uh, 90s. TGIF uh, lineup for a while.
5: Didn't it have an all, like uh, in the finale, the meteor was coming yep, to hit Yeah, the him? meteor was coming to hit To him. extinct yep. uh, all dinosaurs? Mm
4: hmm. All right, well done. Here we go, next sound.
5: Bugs Bunny.
4: Incorrect.
11: Um, uh, a pig. A Porky pork pig. pig. Incorrect. Uh, Papa.
4: He's ah. correct. Ah. Well done, Chandler. Oh, Chandler like is the on the board. Take, take, take. All right, so Clip and Chandler have a point. Tony has yet to score.
5: In the eyes of a ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger?
4: Yes. <laughs> you are correct, I sir. I figured
5: Tony would get that with his I know, i not
4: quick on the draw.
5: First time playing, I understand.
4: It's, yeah, it's a, a lot of this pressure. This is a speed
5: game. It's yeah. a
4: speed game. Yeah. All right, here we go. Next sound.
5: Elvis. Hound Dog.
4: Incorrect. Oh. One, two,
5: three o'clock, four o'clock rock.
4: I will, get, I, I will give it to you, though. But you got the wrong song, but it is Elvis. That's the... House rock. Uh, all right. I will give it to you though. All right, so Clip oh, jumps you. out to a hey, three. Hey, Shirley, I just want to say thank you.
0: Thank you
4: very much. I oh, wish you hold. would lead the building. I'd like to have a nine, nine peanut butter sandwich. All right, here we go. Uh, Clip has three points, Chandler has one. Tony, yet to score. We are already into round two. Here we go. <laughs>
11: That this, was it. Video. This is
4: this now I will tell dropping you a quarter This some. is the beginning and the end of the same object. Beginning and the end. You're putting Staple. a stapler. Incorrect. You're like a stamp. Incorrect. I thought.
5: <laughs> I just keep saying One I more fell. time.
6: It's a VHS tape coming out of the thing.
4: Oh, God, no.
11: Whoa. It's, is that a pinball machine? It's a, a change machine.
4: Five, four.
11: I feel like you're pushing three, in quarters
5: and you get something back. Or two,
4: something. one. Eh. Same type of motion, wrong apparatus. The set, The first sound is. Excuse me. Pressing down on the toaster, the second sound uh, is the toast uh,
5: popping up. Yeah, yeah, I hear, yeah. It. I hear it. I hear it. Dang okay. it!
4: That's why I said it was the beginning and the end of the same apparatus. All right. All right. Next sound.
11: Enemy decide. No. Karate Kid. That is Mister Miyagi. My
4: favorite part. Did you?
5: <laughs> did you know Tony was playing in this game? Because like that is right up his alley.
4: Yeah. No, I did not God, know I'll Tony was going to... Yeah, but it's my favorite part Why is that in my
5: alley? Because you love that era of movies and that and you also kind of right action. action. Yeah. I yeah. did.
4: It's the part where he goes, and honks his nose. All right, here we go. Next sound.
5: Do you have any other questions for me, counselor? Jack Nicholson.
4: You are correct.
5: Uh, is it um, the, do you want me on that wall? Do Maybe? you have any other questions
11: for me, Counselor? That's It's the one with... A uh, few good men. Yeah, Yeah. a few good men. Mm
4: -hmm. All right, here we go. Next sound. Oh, by the way, Clip has four points. Chandler and Tony both have a point. Hello. (laughs) Ah! Ah! That's that's Home Alone. Home Alone. Tony got it.
5: Ah, y'all were both on the same track, though, of kids hurting adults. Yes. (laughs) It's time for my comeback. Don't call it a comeback.
4: So kiss a little longer. Big Red. Clip got it. Dang
5: it. Did you know I did Juicy Fruit yesterday?
4: Yes, but I uh, also didn't think that you would have ca- caught that one. And it was also subtle because I figured he probably wouldn't remember he had done that yesterday.
5: Big Red well, promoting... Uh,
6: I
4: said, well, he did.
5: Drop a <laughs> drop a Big Red before you make out with your lady that you call for the day, Paul Pierce.
4: Yeah. Kiss a little longer. Stay fresh a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, Clip has five points. Chandler has one. Tony has two. Now we are into the final round. Do you want to take a break yep. and then come back and finish? Yep. Okay. That's what we'll do. We'll take a quick break as uh, Clip has jumped out to a commanding lead. Five points. Tony with two. Chan with one. We're going to take a break, come back, finish out, name that sound. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. There's no black and white
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
4: Welcome back for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, including today's big prize, a free beer Friday. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram at PR927FM and join the over sixty-three thousand followers today. All right, I am Shirley Rose. Welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. As uh, Chip, Chip, haha, Clip Chandler. Sorry, I was trying to say Chandler and Clip at the same time. It came out Chip, Clip, Chandler, and Tony are embroiled in a competitive.
8: Ish. Ish. She's
4: trying to say something nice about her opponent. (laughs) Yes, trying to say something nice. Competitive game of Name That Sound. We've gone through the first three rounds, so we are heading down the home stretch here. So let's get right to it. Here's your next sound, gentlemen.
5: Woody Woodpecker.
4: You are correct, sir. He's so quick.
6: That was also mentioned on the show yesterday.
11: (laughs) What, how uh, quick he was, an or an actual woodpecker. an actual woodpecker? Um,
4: mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Next sale.
11: I'm surrounded by idiots. Or is that you talking? No, no, no. What I what know I this one. Uh, I'm surrounded by idiots. Lion King. Yeah.
4: You are correct, ah. sir. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. It's one it of my favorite lines from the it, movie. Uh,
11: Jafar, is that the name? Or? No,
4: that's scar.
11: See, and I was oh, for yeah. some reason thinking Jafar. it could have been Jafar from Aladdin oh, at yes. one point. So and I was trying to and then you swooped in and got it.
4: Swoop. Okay, so if anybody's keeping butt. Clip has seven, Tony has two, Chandler has one. What so a riveting least, game. You're at least avoiding the shutout, Chandler. So, here we go. Next out.
11: Oh, wind up. A, a, a wrench. Oh, no, uh, oh, a, ra- a uh, ratchet. Well, I should have said he socket did, I, wrench. That's
4: what I was looking for was a ratchet. But you were close.
5: Wow, Chandler, you, you teed it up. You did. That
11: is your role in this game, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm the best. You're the soft-tallest guy. <laughs> Toss it up.
6: I, isn't it funny how I know the sounds? I just tee it up for you guys to yeah. get it right. Yeah.
5: You're All a good right. friend. You are a we, me. You're not a me guy. You're a we guy. You're a team a guy. Team player. Yep.
4: All right. Here we go. Next sound.
6: Yeah. Oh, that's seventy show. That's, that's Chandler, 70's show. you
4: are on the board. Nice. Well... A You've added another to the
6: board. Never seen that show before in my life. You haven't. No,
5: that
11: I, is. Right, but right. I don't watch it. I don't
6: watch it.
5: I
11: think oh, my classic!
4: It. I knew it that answer. But I was distracted
5: because. Um,
4: I was. I, I love that Steve show.
5: Steve asked why I unfriended him on Facebook, but I didn't do that. So I didn't do that, Steve. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted during the game. I got. Oh, okay. I, I can't all look right. at my computer anymore.
4: Here we go. Next sound. I see you shiver with anticipation.
5: This sounds like one of those Shirley movies she likes.
4: Well, I will tell you it is a cult classic.
5: It's like Prince's Bride. I or see you shiver
4: with anticipation.
5: Monty Python's Not. something.
4: Although, it's been a while Labyrinth. since. Labyrinth. No. Oh. Great guess, but no.
11: I see you shiver with
4: anticipation.
6: I feel like I know it, but
5: I don't think I do know it.
11: I see you shiver with anticipation. Is it like... uh, mm, Five, four... No, I don't know. What actor is saying that?
4: Two. Can
11: you tell us that? No,
4: No. because it's a giveaway. One. Dig giveaway. The actor would be Tim Curry. Tim
6: Curry, that's who I
8: thought
6: it was. Prior
4: to this line, he says... Why don't you come up to the lab? Oh, this and is us. See s- what's on the slab. I see you, shiver. So, Annabelle. Frankenstein, something? Frankenfurter would be the character name, but it's the Rocky Horror Picture uh, Show.
5: Ah, okay. Yeah. Never seen it.
4: Oh! Classic. Okay.
11: <sighs> you know, I always thought Rocky Horror Picture Show was that thing that came on. Uh, remember where they had the little people that watched it? remember they would watch uh, uh, a mystery yeah, mystery,
4: uh, yeah. mystery theater that was mystery, the name of the mystery science theater or something like that yeah no, no it, it came on uh, it traditionally halloween weekend and then uh local theaters would show it there are certain things you had to yeah, do during the course very of the movie. very popular there's movie. a there's a part where you throw toast onto the stage it's just it's a whole thing all right gentlemen we have completed three rounds we are now on the bonus round worth 10 points Here's the bonus thing. Hey,
3: hey, what's this I see? I thought
4: this was a party. Let's dance! <laughs> in? Incorrect. Grease. Incorrect. Footloose. Correct.
8: God!
4: <laughs> well done,
5: Tony.
11: Good thank job. You, t- thank you, thank you, Chandler. I don't think. Does I've that get me that up? Does that get me to the winner? Kind of, yeah. Kind of sorry. really makes me
6: bad when I'm just You're all just over a cylinder won. and I just can't get
4: it. At I you. mean, we, the bonus sound really doesn't have any points. I just like to throw uh, it in there. I thought she said 10. She did. Yes. So oh, you kind of
5: won. Kind of. I did. You, won. you did win. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. does it feel like you won? It does. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is a winner. Okay, yeah. Well that. done, gentlemen. I'll name well that, done, gentlemen. that sound. Good. All right, Tony. Uh, what you guys got coming up? C3 podcast.
11: Friday free-for-all tonight, they'll be talking, I'm sure, about, and I'm, I'm going to jump on, is, uh, is is J.C. Horn really just an injury-prone player at this point as he gets uh-huh. hurt every season? Um, and uh, we'll continue uh, to try to figure out what to talk about as we go forward when it comes to football. It is that quiet time. Um, and, Clip, you've rubbed off on me so much that I'm, like, unexcited about a lot of the things that I need to make exciting. In about a. Like switching jersey colors. But before you know it, Tony. Damn, I was pumped.
6: In like a. Maybe, uh, I guess, less than a month and a half, they'll be reporting to Spartanburg.
11: We have 90 days till football until real till football games 90 days today shout out julius peppers and a
6: lot less
5: than that until our first fantasy draft begins and preseason and hall of fame game
11: when's the hall of fame game we are
6: august 8th probably around that time yeah
11: like we're we're getting there first. i gotta start learning about uh dynasty leagues because the c3 listeners started a dynasty league that i you know i, I joined because i want to but I don't I've never played a dynasty league before, and then it's going to have two quarterbacks and a super flex, and a, so a lot of new rules for Tony to figure out. All right, and uh, we'll talk about that on Fridays with you. Thanks, Tony. Enjoyed it. Thank you.
5: When we return, uh, legends in the Pirate Radio studios. It'll be Marcus Crandall and Carl Lester Crumpler. We'll also have our free beer Friday giveaway. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio live back with you after this.
4: Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork and in downtown winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
5: One thing we didn't mention during our NFL discussion with Tony: uh, some big news today kind of tells you where we are in the NFL with running backs. But Dalvin Cook, looked at as one of the best running backs in the NFL, has been released and is a free agent and available to be picked up by a team uh deandre hopkins out there as well a couple guys that will be added to rosters for the upcoming nfl season charlie rhodes chandler honeycutt here i am clip brock and earlier this week we talked to carl esther crumpler marcus crandall and i sat down with carl esther crumpler inside the pirate radio studios on tuesday morning and uh, recorded for about an hour so for the final hour of today's show you're going to hear parts of that interview and uh, we will start with part one here's carl Lester crumpler marcus crandall a couple of ecu hall of famers joining me earlier this week on pirate radio looking Good forward to talking football and life today with marcus and carl Lester crumpler and carl Lester, uh, awesome to have you inside the pirate radio studios how you doing sir
2: i'm doing fine uh cliff it's uh, a pleasure to be with you guys today and and um you know, just joining the Pirate Radio. I haven't been in a while to I know. do anything, so uh, it's, it's good to be back.
5: And we uh, we heard from you quite a bit on Pirate Radio because you would join The Voice, Jeff Charles, uh, all those years. And, and Jeff was such a big part of uh, what we did here at Pirate Radio, sat in this chair a lot. He joined me as a guest quite a bit and uh and you were his broadcast partner for years and friends for for even longer than that and carl Lester, uh, just hearing him talk about you when you weren't around i know how much he uh thought of you and and vice versa but if you don't mind carl Lester, i'd like to ask you about your relationship with the voice and, and and just the man that we're all still missing today
2: yeah as a matter of fact i just uh, uh texted his wife, Debbie, uh, the other day. And, and I was actually giving her some information on my son, Isaiah. And I says, man, uh, you know, voice would be so, so happy, so proud today. And she says, yes, you know, he's going to do great things, whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, initially when Jeff and I got together, we both came to East Carolina in 1988, um, him being his first year and, and my first year being, uh, in, in football, as a matter of fact, the recruiting coordinator at that particular time, and I was asked by one of the um, administrators about being on the radio, and I go like, no, I don't want to do that, and uh, he wasn't very happy at all, <laughs> and uh, so there was Charlie Carr, uh, assistant uh, uh, at the time. And then I thought about it, I said, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And I was so excited because it's the first time I really got the opportunity to meet Jeff at that point in time. And then get to see him work, I was even more excited. Because I had done uh, color even in high school for a little while. And I knew what the play-by-play guy was like then. uh, And it wasn't nearly as good. (laughs) But... (laughs) Uh, Jeff and I built a very strong relationship, have a, a great deal of respect for each other, uh, always supported each other. Um, our wives spent a lot of time together. So it was just a great relationship. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a, a gentleman that I'll, I'll miss greatly
5: carl Lester Crumpler uh, joining us today inside the Pirate Radio studios. And Marcus, uh, we've been talking to a lot of great pirates from the past about the sport they played and life and, and kind of how it intertwines, right? Mm-hmm. Because it all kind of runs together for you guys. A-
0: absolutely, man. And uh, carl Esther he has a, a very unique um, uh, position or or uh, I guess career, so to speak, in regards to he came to East Carolina as a as a player. But now he's still as we're going to get into, but uh, he still works for the for the university. And uh, many people don't get that opportunity to to play for a university, come back and then uh, have a tenure as long as he has uh, up until this day uh, and still going. Um, so Crumpler, what, what's what's this been like for you Um on that road, on that path of, you know, going to going to college at first, from what I've read, you really weren't expecting any, or wanted to go to college when you. When well, you were not, out, not so much that I
2: didn't want to go, but I just didn't have uh, the support or push, family-wise, because I'm, I'm the only college graduate in my family, as a, of, of of my family being my grandmother my mother my brother and myself Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact neither one of them uh even graduated from high school so even with what i was doing at the time because it was you know it was you know the start of well i can say the start of integration because there was a period of integration before then because uh even jimmy brown was at syracuse long before Mm (laughs) uh i ever played at east carolina but uh the, I was not on a track to go to college. You know, I've had so many of my peers around me at the time, uh, talking about the Carolinas, the States, the Dukes. And I'm going, what are you worried about what they're doing for? Right. You know, and it was because, you know, their, their plan was to be in college. My plan was I don't know what my plan was. Mm-hmm. Get out of high school, and who knows? Get, try to get a job, and and move on. So when I got to my last two years, I'm I'm approached saying, "Hey, college, you know, you might have a chance to earn a, a college scholarship, football scholarship, and we need to get you on track to get those academic courses that you need to get." And it was very difficult and uh, tough to do, but I was able to get it accomplished, and ended up at East Carolina, which was you know a story in it. Self, considering the level I was being recruited at, uh, and then you know where would I actually go to school?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I can relate to that, Crumpler, because I grew up as well, um, the only athlete in my immediate family, and uh, not really having any plans until I started getting the letters and all those things from uh, across the country, and then uh, it was an eye opener, mm-hmm. right? It was an eye opener. So the focus changed. The um, the I guess the goals changed, and all those things, and uh, you you uh, you grow up, and you want to get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, you, you really couldn't. I think there was probably only one person, Dexter Manley, who went from mm-hmm. college to the NFL, and yeah. uh, you just wasn't seeing that. And so, when you realize those things, you, you start to get everything into uh, everything starts to get in perspective, mm-hmm. and then you start to organize your life and your your dreams and yeah. goals accordingly.
2: And Cliff, um, you know, I, we talked about you know I've got a you know I got a fifty plus year relationship with this university. You know, I came here as a student athlete in 1970. So uh, and uh, when I came to Greenville, I never moved away. So there's a, a, a strong connection. <clears throat> Uh, with the pirate nation, which probably wasn't pirate nation un- un- until um, Terry Holland came here, we did not even hear the term "pirate nation" or the hook and the arg. Uh, you know mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. that was all very very new. Uh, but that was a tradition that he he started. But um, you know, I look back on uh, my journey uh, in East Carolina and the decision. Uh, that was made, and I don't know if it could have been any other way. So I was very blessed in that respect.
5: We uh, just had a conversation with Brian Bailey on the air about guys coming in here as players, as coaches, and after their athletic careers are done, staying in the area. And we were talking about... Brian Bailey himself had chances to move on to bigger markets, other places, but he loved to hear so much he stayed. Uh, But Mike Steele, most recently Rick Smith, uh, has stayed in the area. And I don't know if you get that crump at at a lot of places. It kind of shows how special, you know, Eastern North Carolina, Greenville, and and the university is.
2: Well, you know, I mean, there are a lot of places, a lot of big football, but East Carolina is a football, I'm sorry, baseball, but it is a football (laughs) town. It is. I mean, baseball is very... um, dear to eastern north carolina for sure and uh east carolina's baseball team has been fantastic uh but the connection and the relationships and all those things uh you know it it wants to keep you here i was meeting with uh joe flarity um who is, you know, who coasted the New York Giants uh, offensive line for a very long time. And uh, <clears throat> just meeting with him a, a day or so ago, he said, he says, Crump, I, he says, I never wanted to move away. You know, I have mm-hmm. been, and uh, so, uh, but he did move on. But there's certainly the connections in Eastern North Carolina, uh, at East Carolina, and the things you experience and, and the, fanatical fans when it comes to some of the things that we do uh, athletically is, is truly very special. And I tell people all the time, I'm, I'm like, look, I don't know if Carlos Crumpler's name should be connected with anything other than East Carolina um, when it comes to my career here. And that's why I say I don't think it could have been any other way.
5: Carl Lester Crumpler Sr. joining us in the Pi Radio studios. And, and I tack on the senior because of the amazing family that you have, Carl Lester, And we'll uh, we'll talk about that at some point today. I did notice, uh, Marcus, you had to wait a while before they put you in the Hall of Fame. And we'd, we'd gripe about that. You used to come on the show and we'd say future ECU Hall of Famer Marcus right. Crandall. They finally figured, got their act together and put you in. Crump, uh, you didn't have to wait that long, did you? Uh, induction in 1980 Seriously. after playing there in the uh, 70s.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, you could not play as a freshman in <clears throat> 1970. I think in 71, uh, freshman became eligible, so I was, played three years. And during that period of time, Marcus, unfortunately for you, that when I came out, you only had to wait five years before you could mm-hmm. be inducted. So mm-hmm. in my, the first year of eligibility, I was inducted uh, along with uh, Danny Kepley and uh, can't think of another gentleman's name right now. Uh, So there were three others. So later on, it was moved where you had to be out 10 years. The other thing, you had to have your degree. Uh, And I think recently that changed not too long ago. Is not that you actually had to have your degree, but you just had to be in good academic standing. And there are some outstanding, there are some great athletes out there that are not in the hall right now. Uh, because they weren't even in good academic standing. Lee McNeil was a great track athlete here uh, who was deceased maybe about a year or so ago. And because of that reason, he was unfortunately not in what they consider good academic standing. And my objective was to get him back in East Carolina to get that taken care of to get over the hump. Uh, Anthony Collins was uh, mm-hmm. a, was another that was like, hey, AC, you need to do this, this, this. And if you do this, you're in. He did. So uh, Harold Randolph was another. I mean, you may not remember Harold Randolph, but, you know, he was the smallest linebacker probably in ECU's history. Uh, and, uh, again, once he got that taken care of, you know, does it all really matter? You know, you made a contribution, but I know it's probably uh, more of a perception thing mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I understand, I get it, uh, but it's frustrating. But I'm going to tell you right now, and we ain't got on this part of the subject, but if Jeff Charles is not in this fall, I'm going to mm-hmm. be very hot.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: And for simple reason, one <clears throat> time period doesn't even matter at this point. right? right? But the contributions that that gentleman made <clears throat> in the broadcast field and the, what he brought to East Carolina from that perspective... Uh, it's crazy because I you know I was you know when Jim Woods was around uh, there was um uh Lee Moore out of channel 12 uh and there was oh gosh why am i jim, jim uh, John, uh it was his last name was dick Jones out of uh Washington uh all those gentlemen made tremendous contributions but Jeff Charles just exceeded probably all expectations, and, and then the growth that he brought to uh, the program by building it the way, because he had to sell the program, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. he had to sell the program, and you know, it, until they, you know, made changes and and, and and did away with that part of it, but, um, you know, I know I'm off the subject here for <laughs> a bit, but uh, I have a, a great passion for, you uh, the voice and his contributions, and if they overlook that, uh, it's going to be a very sad time for me because I, you know, I I know the system. I know what's going on. I've been on that committee, and far too many times there are people on the committee that just don't have enough knowledge of the history of East Carolina that could be there making the decisions or the mm-hmm. right decisions. So,
5: love to see her. Uh, yeah, the voice in and would love to see the voice go in uh, along with Leonard Henry because Jeff, nobody, Jeff Charles didn't talk about anybody else as far as deserving to be in the Hall of Fame more than Leonard Henry. And he that was his, like, one soapbox thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at some of the career records now. Carlester Crumpler, still the all-time uh, touchdowns leader, rushing at East Carolina. Leonard Henry tied for third on that list with Junior Smith, Chris Johnson, number two. You're also up there, Crump, in single season rushing. And uh, just crazy that your, your name is still up here all these days later. You think about all the great running backs ECU has had. Well,
2: you look at the way I walked today, and you know why. (laughs) (laughs)
5: And you guys, unfortunately, were talking about that side of it uh, before we went on the air about the the lingering injuries uh, to this day.
2: Well, I get, uh, you know, I'm on my soapbox and voice note knew it as well, uh, because today you've got not only are you playing as a freshman and many freshmen do. I mean, you can't help it if you you know some games you're injured or whatever. You you play as a freshman. Basically, you plan four years. You're now playing 12 games a year. I played in an area where you could only play three years. You only had 11 game seasons, so you end up playing like about 16 more games than I've played.
5: Well, some teams are playing 14 or 15 today, Crow.
2: and well, that's the other thing too. Now they're adding in the postseason into the stats. Mm-hmm. which which shocked me because, you know, I'm on the uh, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame board, and uh, when I was trying to get Rosie Thompson in, uh, I had to, sometimes these stats can be very misleading, mm-hmm. uh, and the era in which you played in, there were not, certain things were not there, uh, and I had to say, look, you can, look at it statistically or you could, you could look at it another way and I started making my point and and then it was brought up what you did uh, Cliff about you know, the postseason is not even counting uh, but the fact that I still have I think 37 rushing career touchdowns I don't think anybody has exceeded 37 rushing
5: touchdowns nope. yep, that's okay. number one
2: now I know that um um uh, who, who who who's who's the, who's the other up there? I can't remember.
5: Chris Johnson, Chris Junior Johnson. Smith. Yeah. I knew
2: Chris Johnson. You know, of course, he had return touchdowns and he had yeah. receiving touchdowns, but he didn't have thirty-seven rushing touchdowns. So. Uh, I'm very proud of, of that from a statistical standpoint and what I was able to accomplish. If you can take whatever I've done in three years and match it up with anyone else, I'm getting old now, so I can say whatever I want to. Uh, you know I just say? Old people say stuff. They don't care. They just say it. So I'm an old person now. and So i can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You played 16 more games that I played, and you did this, this, that. I said, match me up in a three-year span with everybody else and see where I stand. Right. I can do that now because I'm old, you know, before, you know, I don't have to be as humble as I used to be. So. <laughs>
0: but, uh, well, well, I mean, Crump, I mean, we look at, uh, we were talking to uh, Aliko the other day, Aliko Dunk, and he was talking about how now that he's removed from playing, he looked back at his career and and co- and, and into it now and he sees his accomplishments and what he's done, he realized what he did was, it was spectacular, right? Mm-hmm. Because of how hard it is to get mm-hmm. to where you are and or where you, uh, the things that you accomplished, and uh, man, uh, we we brag about it, so to speak. But uh, I know you're a man of God, and all of that, and uh, we know where that comes from first, mm-hmm. and uh, all the rest is pretty much bragging on him because yeah. of what he's yeah. all the gifts that he's yes. given us. But um, but it's it, it's it's a hard uh, it's it's a hard task to to you know accomplish those things. The 37 touchdowns, uh, it's hard because. When you look at it from a defensive standpoint, when you're getting the ball as much as you did mm-hmm. and uh, the way you did, defenses are keying on you. And oh, so yeah. that makes it that much harder. Well, I'm glad you said that because uh, I had
2: a, a an attorney friend of mine in Raleigh and he sent me a video and it was the wishbone offense. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I go like, is this meant for me? He goes like, yeah, it's the wishbone. I says, man, I didn't play in the wishbone. I says, that's... I said, that's a deceptive offense. You got four options back there of who's going to have that ball. Me, it was the fullback, and me. And when we weren't right, everybody knows they go, the defense going to move to their left because they, they know we're coming you, to that four hole or whatever we're trying to right. do. And it's just bang, 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 bang. There is no deception. You turn around, you mm-hmm. give it to me, and I'm going left and right. You know, ain't no fake here, there, whatever. Yeah. The only fake you got is to the fullback, and he's blocking. Right, and I'm getting the ball. Mm-hmm. So uh, I said, I wish I did have a more deceptive offense. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't have taken so many hits. But it right. was like, hey, we're lining up, and we're just coming right at you. Yeah, hey, this is where we're going.
0: Stop us. For and, me, man, that that's that's <laughs> outstanding because I I, I marvel that in regards to. Uh, because I can see it from a defensive perspective and and people or teams keying on you, Uh, but you still were uh, were able to overcome.
5: How many times did you guys throw a game back then, (laughs) Crump?
2: I don't know, but I caught 10 passes in my career. And they were all
0: screens. <laughs> so, uh, the game has changed there tremendously. Weren't many, there
2: weren't many of those third down and long passes, and we would just ground ground it out yeah. pound, pound, pound. I mean, because I was carrying the ball 30 times a game. Right.
5: carl crumpler Marcus Crandall joining me earlier this week inside the Pirate Radio Studios. We'll keep uh, that interview rolling when we return, but right now we need to make you a winner and open up the Booty Bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, booty,
7: booty, booty,
5: booty, booty everywhere. 317-1250. Caller 12 is a winner of a case of Bud Light. Psych! A case of Budweiser. Budweiser! am sitting here looking at it right now it's got the harley davidson motorcycles logo on it cool case of bud light budweiser why do i keep saying that We always give away bud light case of budweiser and lunch for two at tiebreakers can be yours if you are caller 12 317 1250 317 1250 24 bricks the king of beers budweiser can be yours right now more with crump and cranman after this
4: And they have two locations, one in Bethel on Highway 11 and the other in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas, which is the best for boat owners, uh, Country Mart, fueling you up with great food, and your engines with great gasoline. And con- uh, congratulations to Todd Garris of Greenville, was our big winner on our free beer Friday. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host who's coming flying back into the studio. (laughs) Here's Clip Brock. Sometimes my
5: mental (laughs) clock doesn't work as good as times as others.
4: I was trying to slow it down to give you time, and then I just started giggling when I saw you come flying around the corner.
5: At super speed. Yep. All right. uh, Welcome back into the program. Let's hear more of our chat with Marcus Crandall and the great Carl Lester Crumpler. This one's impressive, Marcus. You are uh, fifth, by the way. Touchdowns responsible for all time at ECU with sixty five. The entire top ten is quarterbacks. That makes sense, right? Except for number ten, Carlister Crumpler Senior <laughs> with his thirty seven. Awesome. So that tells you right there uh, how you know important that he was, how elite he was uh, back then. Uh, Crum, you mentioned uh, coming to ECU from uh, Eastern North Carolina. Were there any other? What were the other options on the table that you thought about at that time?
2: You pick a school.
5: Yeah, what? <laughs> I mean,
2: I, I mean, it's written. It's, it, I've got it in our. I have about hundred and seventy-three offers, man. You can you can pick anybody from Lee's McRae to Southern Cal. Okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that I had offers from, uh, and I'll tell you when I finally made the decision, which was probably late February. I was in the hallway of uh, our gymnasium, leading to our gymnasium. And I broke down in, in tears when I made that decision and saying I was coming to East Carolina. I was feeling the pressure. There was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a relief to finally get that off my shoulders. And then March tenth, I think there was a total eclipse around about two thirty in the afternoon. It was pitch black, two thirty in the afternoon. And I'm going to my guardian's house, my, my grandmother and I, and I've got pictures on my wall now. Uh, Dr. Leo Jenkins, Board of Trustees members, the entire coaching staff all came to Wilson for my signing. Um, so it was a a big deal, uh, but I never looked, looked back. I mean, there were some tough times. And, you know, I wanted to quit, give up. You know, like I said, I didn't have anyone really supporting me to say, no, don't do that.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and I was on edge and, you know, it was tough, but... Uh, you know, I finally got to a point where I was able to, to get through that, was having some success, uh, and uh, it was history from there.
5: Carl Lester Crumpler joining us, and uh, that Carl Crumpler name uh, lived on with ECU football with uh, your son, Carl And Marcus, I've told you about my weird sports brain that I have and how I, I remember random things. Uh, I remember riding in the car with I think my mom and 1995 listening to the Redskins game because I listened to them on the radio with Frank Herzog, Sonny Jergensen and Sam Huff on the call and they're playing the Seahawks and I remember Carl Lester Crumpler scored a touchdown, and they're like Carl Lester Crumpler. What a name! This is a great name, East Carolina University. And I just looked it up on that day. He had one catch for ten yards and a touchdown. But I'll never forget that memory as the Seahawks beat my Redskins that day. Uh, but Carl Lester, of course, Algie Crumpler uh, in the NFL. Isaiah, you can talk about him as well. And you mentioned the uh, the son of yours involved in the music industry, and just an, a tremendous family. I used to love when you would talk about it with Jeff Charles. Because he would he would really light up talking about your family, Crump. But man, uh, what a what a fantastic family and a, uh, a very talented family uh, you have.
2: Well, we were very very blessed. You know, Brian was the or he still is the musician in the family. He he composes classical music. He's in New York. Uh, you know, he hasn't made it so to speak yet, but his passion is music, and he composes it, writes it, or whatever he does, I don't understand it, but because he does it, I enjoy it. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, yes, yeah, sir. And, <laughs> right. and, and, from, and uh, sometimes he gets a little bitter and, and think, Brian, I'm talk, speaking of now, and think that he was not support, but he got just as much or more support as any of my other sons in what they do athletically. Uh, but, you know, Carlos Jr. went on, uh, and I know he's very fond of you, he went on... Um, you know, to the NFL, played six years, you know, and Carl Lester is a, you know, he was a finance major, and uh, he sticks to that, and he's in the banking business today, and he's doing extremely well, and I have uh, two granddaughters and a a grandson um, by him. Algie, of course, um, you know, had a a 10-year tenure in the National Football League, uh, we were just talking last night about his younger brother, Isaiah, and some things. But, um, you know, he's he's had—I was thinking how many jobs he's had since he completed his career. Well, he was on ACC Network one season, and then he did a, a morning radio uh, show uh, that was sports-related for a few months before ESPN took it over whatever. And those are the only two jobs he's had. But— um, but he's, he was smart, you know, doing what he needed to do with his money. So he's never really worked or had a job a day in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian's a little different, you know, but for what he does. And now we've got Isaiah coming along. The biggest problem I have with Isaiah right now, when they write articles, is they think that Carlisle Jr. Uh, is his, is his daddy, mm-hmm. or they think that. He's, uh, uh, they're his uncles or whatever. No, he's their brother. And <laughs> so we've had a time trying to get all that straightened out because we we are both Carl Easter Crumpler, but he has a middle name and I don't. So we don't really recognize him, but we had to put Senior there to try to distinguish between the mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. The two of us. Uh, so we've had a time trying to get that clear because once media gets a hold of something, they're copying each other. And some are a little lazy and not trying to get the facts, yeah. and it gets all twisted up. And so we're trying to cor- correct that. But uh, I've been very blessed with some outstanding uh, young men. And of course, my daughter, Ariana, uh, is at East Carolina in-, in track and field as a thrower. Uh, so we've been an athletic family, except for the one that decided he wanted to do do music, uh, but it's it's been a blessing and a joy and it's it's just our lives just the way things
5: are as a conley viking it was awesome to to see uh isaiah and what he's done so far uh on the the football field and talking to coach connor and then the folks out there they say he's a tremendous young man as well which is not a shock to me at all but uh decided to uh take his talents to to rutgers to play football and and what Crump, was that decision like for him? I'm sure pressure from the outside to, hey, you got you to gotta go to East Carolina like your brother, like your father, or, or stay in the state like your other brother, Algie. Um, so how much were you involved in that decision? How much did you say, Isaiah, this is your decision? You know, what was that like for you? Well, y'all?
2: our involvement in decision is to make sure he's making decision for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's going to be his decision but we want to know why you're making that decision. And that was what important was important. And as parents, of course, you know, we're looking at the academic side, you know, or, you know, where is the focus on that? Well, focus of that one, that was one. Uh, academics was the, was the first piece to the puzzle. And after that, it's a matter of... You know, we're not worrying about one lost records, we're not worrying about so much facilities and all these things that don't matter because it really all boils down to relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you hear you hear individuals talk all the time about family, 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 and I think sometimes you just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, that's treatment like family. Well, you gotta really dig deep and know how authentic things are that's being presented to you. I mean, that's that's critical because as I heard uh, <laughs> one coach say, he said, you want to tell you one thing about coaches is well, why he says they all are liars, you know, because <laughs> he says they all lie, you know, they tell you this and they tell you this and whatever, whatever. so we're trying to see through all that and see and, and try to determine their authenticity because his parents, we're concerned about that as well, but we told him it would be his decision. And uh, but it had to be for the right reasons. And once he decided that's where he wanted to go, then we started digging deeper and making sure that things were in place that we felt that that needed to be. And uh, I could I can tell you uh, we are 100 percent satisfied with everything that we were able to vent in the process uh, when he made that decision and when he made that decision Rutgers never slacked off it just kept getting better and better and better as a matter of fact we just came off our official visit this weekend and it was it was fantastic and uh he you can you can see the excitement in uh Isaiah uh, you know he's a young kid and you know they're It can be very, you know, impressionable and, you know, see things. But, you know, another cool thing is when we think about who he's being coached by, who's his position coach is, Mm -hmm. who the head coach is. And when you get a position coach or one of the assistants right there on the spot that calls up, calls DeAndre Hopkins and puts him on a FaceTime call with Isaiah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's absolutely. pretty cool. Like, you know, you don't make the kind of money and be the kind of player. He because if 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 DeAndre didn't have that kind of respect, he wouldn't have taken the call. Right. Right. Because that boom, he takes the call. Hey, coach. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we were we were concerned about him being, uh, a, as the coach says. We've seen it. We know it. If you're looking beyond even college or, or in college one, you got that step. And then the next level, it says we know what it looks like. We've coached it. We've seen it. We know what it looks like. And that's pretty impressive. Now, you got, you know, I, I was concerned about some sort of cookie-cutter offense, you know, because, hey, you know, your receivers, they all have different. Talents, you know, you know what your kryptonite is, you know, you may, you know, maybe, maybe you don't have the great speed to do one thing. Maybe you don't have the cutting ability to to do some other routes or whatever. And so learning the process and how they develop and knowing that they work toward your strengths uh, as an individual rather than this is what we do. This is how we're going to do it. You either can do it or you're not Mm -hmm. uh, was was also a critical piece to the puzzle, having those individuals in place that have the experience to help get your son to that level he wants to get at. Yes, a long road ahead. There's a lot of work that you got to put in. You got to do the work. Uh, but everyone has a little different level of the gift and everybody is good. I mean, you you may not be playing uh, in the NFL, but if you're on that team, you're good enough for something. Uh, and so all those things uh, fell into place <clears throat> were very critical, and uh, we're very excited for him. He's going to enroll early, uh, so spring semester, he's going he's to be there unless something happens otherwise to prevent it. But right now, everything looks like it's supposed to for him to get that head start and see how early he can make a contribution. I can tell you they are very excited about him, uh, and we're very, and we're excited about them and him. Uh, as to what can transpire. I mean, you, in this area, you don't hear ruckers, ruckers, ruckers. Yeah. You know, you gonna hear everybody else yeah. uh, because they haven't been that elite uh, for a while since Greg Ciano was uh, there early, built him up to about a top 17, uh, 17 in the nation and left, go to Tampa Bay, and now he's back. And I'm telling you, he's a man with great passion, has matured a lot over the, over the years, learn how to handle uh, young players, you know, because young coaches can be a little, you know, they can be really off the chain when it comes to how they want things done mm-hmm. and their way is the only way. Well, you know, we, we're at a different time, different space. You do things a little different and uh, we're, we're we're just totally impressed with the program and uh, excited about the direction that can definitely be
0: pointed in in the next few years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Man, exciting times, exciting times. I, I, I can uh, relate as my, uh, I'm not going to get too much into that, but uh, so so much uh, has changed in the world of college athletics. My, my oldest son is um, committed to go to Colgate, and uh, they had some coaching changes and all those things, so... Uh, possibly a revisit <laughs> of uh, the thought process. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely exciting times, though, man. And um, I know he's got some some great support, and you and your wife, and uh, and, and his um, <laughs> his brothers <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. as well. And so uh, you all are great people, man. It's it's been uh, awesome knowing you, Coach. Uh, uh, sorry, um, Crumpler, in regards to just being here at East Carolina and uh, you being a part of the program and and uh, giving us bits and pieces of advice uh, as we went through the, through the university and our process here as uh, student-athletes. Thank
5: you. How, how, yeah, how about that relationship, uh, Crump, over the years uh, with you and the, the players on the field? You know, did did guys like Marcus, you know, come to you? Did you go to them? And, and what were those conversations like? Well, I not a
2: football advisor. I, I think, well, I know, you know, I remember in tears, I think we were playing Auburn. I believe you were the quarterback. Mm-hmm. We were were at Auburn, right? Yeah, we were in Auburn, and I touched him and I said something to him. When I said it, tears were rolling. That's just how passionate I was about, you know, Marcus performing well, and us being having an opportunity to beat Auburn. And I'll I'll never forget that because I was, uh, I was recruiting coordinator. That handled all the travel and all that stuff, and I was as pumped up as the players were. So all those things were special. I remember with. uh, who was mm-hmm. our quarterback super not Dan- Denny that no was no before no no before uh, me no no Gerard uh, no not even Gerard Jeff, uh, Jeff Blake Jeff Blake uh, or you know Jeff and basically the same kind of thing uh, you know I, I thought Jeff was a really good player I, but you were in my opinion a better player but that's my opinion—that's that's all that matters. My opinion right now, and uh, everyone's entitled. Yeah, baby. and uh, yeah, it's just my opinion. Don't get upset. It's just my opinion. dude. I mean, why are you getting all upset for? Uh, and uh, but uh, no, it was—it's—it's—it's—you it, know, some because I was working directly with football at the time. It was a lot easier with those uh, in dealing with and cultivating some of those relationships versus now, because now I'm. I'm not an advisor for football. So I don't work you're from, in the the removed yes. play from the remove. So, so I don't really have that interaction with them unless they really come to me or a coach brings me to them. Uh, but um, I, it's I, I, it's just fantastic being blessed uh, for me, uh, just being blessed to be in athletics all of this time because it is a a passion for me and obviously through my family and my career for the last 50 plus years it's been all athletics and it's been tremendous Uh, it really has
5: carlester crumpler marcus crandall myself uh, here on pirate radio live we'll take a time out have the rest of that interview coming your way to wrap up Pirate Radio Live, look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck TCU with a one nothing lead over Indiana State as they play in the top of the third inning. We'll take a timeout. Come back more with Crump and Marcus Crandall when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this.
4: Welcome back. Taking a quick look at your uh, stock market report for the week as I try to uh, stall for just a second
5: here. away, <laughs>
4: Thank you, Clip. I uh, just need this to load for just a hot second. Searching uh, for my stock report. It's not loading. Why is this not loading? Come on. Some Move.
5: people
10: say the
5: Dow might be down what? today, but I know
4: it's not floating. Okay, you know what? you, Cliff. All
5: right, more of our interview with Carl Lester Crumpler and Marcus Crandall. Let's hit the final portion of our chat. Carl, we're getting a little short on time here. I do want to ask you if your thoughts on NIL, Transfer Portal, the way the game is played now, just as somebody who's been around it so long, seen all the changes, uh, and now you you have a son coming up in, in college athletics. So I don't know. This might be a whole other topic for a whole other day. But if you could, uh, give us a few of your thoughts on how things are working right now.
2: Well, yeah. Um... Let me tell you from a personal piece with my son and recruiting process is NIL didn't cross our mind. I mean, it's there. We know it's there. But we also know that it's not well thought out, in my opinion, uh, already being abused, in my opinion. Uh Uh, And our experience with Rutgers obviously be the first time that we've dealt with it as a family on a personal basis. But we didn't talk NIL. Uh, because if you tell me, hey, your son's going to come here and we're going to give him $35,000, I mean, that's not really the way NIL is supposed to work. I mean, you're talking about name, image, likeness. What have we done? We had not done anything to earn that. Uh, but if you're in a position where you do something well and you recognize that, let's just say you've got a, a thousand, you know, Don's got a thousand crumpler jerseys down there. Yeah. I right? say crumpler mm-hmm. jerseys and he's gonna sell them for 80 bucks a piece. And Isaiah's gonna get 20% of that, of each one that's sold. That's legit. That makes sense. That's legit. Makes a lot of sense, That's legit. But how are you gonna be like the kid that that commits to Florida and go like $13 million? Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? How do you, you worth $13 million? Your image (laughs) is worth $13 million and you haven't even put on a college uniform yet? So I think it's being used as an incentive, which is wrong. That's not the way it's supposed to be. And I can tell you, when the NCAA comes down with legislation to start controlling things, uh, then things are going to change. I mean, I I think it's way out of hand, and they got to find a way to get it under control. And my four athletes earning money on their... Image likeness or whatever, yes. I mean, why not? I mean, yes, but you're, but you cannot use it as an incentive. Oh, you come here, and we're gonna do this for you. This, 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 this. Now, I can tell you, Rutgers has a, a, a gentleman in place who uh, I can't think of his title exactly, but we were blown away. And this is us, me, Isaiah, and Mom, and one of the other player development assistants. Just speaking in general about. Uh, internships. And this gentleman is on the football staff. He's not a coach, and he works for nothing. He was a big exec with Caterpillar, made a lot of money, and he coached, and he's there to help the kids understand that the, the dynamics of money, what you need to do. Here's what you're going to get in your scholarship, and here's what you're going to get if you got that cost of living whatever that thing Mm -hmm. is they add it on which kids get a ton of money these days and here's what you need to do when you leave here this is how much money you can have without touching this 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 and this but that's an education thing of how Mm -hmm. to use money yeah we've got too many kids that are getting money they want to go out and buy rims and they want to go out and buy a whole bunch of stuff and just spend 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 without thinking of tomorrow. And I, I get it, you know, I've, yeah. I've been there. I mean, I, I get it and I understand it. But you've got to have someone in place that can educate you uh, from We're a the financial standpoint, standpoint to to educate you, which is why the high schools are now putting a mandatory uh, personal finance class in place.
5: Great, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: To help you understand that kind of thing early. Because I trust me, had I understood that earlier, uh, I think I'd have been retired long ago. <laughs> nah, you understand? Know? Yeah. But I mean, but the NIL, I mean, it's a great thing if it's used appropriately, right. but it's it's not. People are gonna take advantage. Look, Ohio State gonna get their kids, Michigan gonna get their kids, Georgia gonna get their kids. Ain't no stopping that. You don't need they don't need that. But you give them that and they're you know, and they start using that as incentive. Oh
0: man, recruiting. You know, them,
2: it's yeah. just like when when they started putting a limit on the number of scholarships you could mm-hmm. could um, could um, offer or have each year. That opened up the window for the East Carolinas yeah. and everybody mm-hmm. else because otherwise, those guys
0: were going to get all the players.
5: Rick Smith talked about Bobby Bowden having 90 guys out there on scholarship or yeah. practice and yeah. how, you know, yeah. it, it was not fair yeah. at the yeah. time. But.
0: Now, I think, um, in regards to the NILs, I think where this thing kind of started uh, snowballing from, I think it started from yeah, the college football football player, the right? I player.
5: Ed O'Bannon from basketball. Yeah. From yeah. basketball yeah. really yeah. got it yeah. going. Yeah, he was on the cover was, uh, of the game. Yeah, yeah. And that was 1994.
0: Five, right. So it's uh, and so you know you look I mean and I can I can relate because East Carolina we got on the football game you know at that time and um, it was you know a once in a lifetime opportunity in regards to you know guys getting there. Names on a game and all those kind of mm-hmm. things, and um, but again, it's kind of the right fitting from it.
5: And it's the that's used the correct way. If you're getting a little something off your that's actual right. image, as, yes. as Carl yes. Lester yes. said, yes. that makes yes. sense. But
0: that, but that's where there's the um, that's the. <laughs> beginning of it. Exactly. Just, yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. but now it's just out of and hand. It's, it's just gotta, like, gotta hey,
2: gotta you come control. here, we're going to do this. Yeah. Right. No, that's not the way it's meant supposed to
5: be. Marcus, let me ask one more. I'll let you ask one more, and then we'll let we go on about right. an hour here. Uh, Crump, your thoughts on Mike Houston, this football program. Uh, you'll, Isaiah might be playing in the big house. You can go see uh, the Pirates play in the big <laughs> house this year as they take on Michigan to start. But how about Coach Houston winning a bowl game? Man, they got a lot of pieces to replace offensively, but they've got the coaching stability the program, the culture, all that stuff. How do you feel about power football? Well, I now?
2: think it's important. You know, we always talk about that continuity. It's uh, been a key factor, you know. And and you know, as as much as you know, the, the difficult thing today is because of all this transfer portal is just really killing a lot of that continuity you like to have going from one season to the next. Uh, I have a lot of respect for. Coach Houston, he was the the first to offer Isaiah a scholarship coming out of the the, the ninth grade. I think going into the uh, tenth, so there was a great deal of re- respect there. He's, he's done a great job and in, in trying to get this program back on track. You know, he was just you know a kick or two away from winning about ten mm-hmm. games last mm-hmm. year. You mm-hmm. know, and and uh, that is is huge. Um, I mean, he's a man with great passion uh, and. Uh, you know, and he's trying to build the program the right way, and uh, we're we're very grateful for that. But he's he's put his footprint on it, and you know, I just pray that things just go you know are even better this season uh, and and keep building on that. But I, but he has a tough job when it comes to not only players but coaches. Everybody's moving, yeah. you know, and and this, I don't know how he does it. I mean, it would drive me. There's probably one reason I didn't didn't have a desire to coach anyway. But if I knew that my life would turn over maybe from year to year or every two years, I don't know if I can handle that. I'm more like get me a place, get me settled, I'm good to go. Uh, So um, very excited about what Coach Houston has has brought to the program, the excitement. There's no place like being in Dottie Ficklin on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, and so we're we're looking forward to it and, you know, praying that things will be even better this year. And with this transfer portal, you know, kids have no patience. You know, they had no time to develop. You, you, you can't establish your offensive and defensive system like you want to because the kid's gone. Mm-hmm. So generically, you got to go out there and do things and you can't be as sophisticated as you want to be. But that's the world we, we're in right now. And everybody's dealing with it. That's and right. uh, you just got to roll with the punches and, and do the best you can. But uh, we we'll certainly love to see this program hit eight, nine, or ten wins next year, if not all mm-hmm. of them. And mm-hmm. uh, starting off with Michigan is going to be a, a big test. Uh, I remember, I don't know, Marks, so if you were on the team that year, we went to Washington. Mm-hmm. Were you on that team? I was hurt, but oh I, my, I went uh, to that. Man, that was is,
0: that was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, yeah, that was the that was the week after I got hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that was that. Was yep, quite that was as brutal. brutal as it that. was. Um,
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some, oh, one of our previous guests brought up Napoleon Kaufman, a yeah. great running back yeah. they had in Absolutely. that game. Yeah. All yeah. right, Marcus, anything else uh, for, la- for... Last
0: question. Uh, we can make it brief, um, Crumpler, or, or last thing, I should say. Uh, we talked about the uh, great names of ECU, Jairus um the running backs, I should say, mm-hmm. and uh, ECU history, Junior Smith, and... All those guys, um, Ernest Biner, um, mm-hmm.
5: lot Scott of, Harley. I'll throw out Harley.
0: some too. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. But let's uh, let's talk about the next level. Uh, what uh, what are some of the names that uh, our listeners may not have heard, and some of them may have that you played with that you um, you know kind of modeled your game after, probably, and then well, um, the, ended up playing in the same league. Well, the
2: well, you know, first of all, the going in the league in my generation was very few. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I came out as the fourth-round pick for the Bills, which was the 99th pick of the draft in 1974, there were 26 teams in the league, but there were also 26 rounds. Mm. You know, there weren't seven. So mm. four was pretty pretty decent, you know, mm-hmm. out of 26 rounds. Uh, but, you know, when I look back, <laughs> I mean, when I look back, you know— I'm going to tell you right now, and A.C. will tell you this. Whenever I look at the running back history at ECU, I tell A.C. all the time, I says, man, you're the only running back in ECU history that gets me so excited that I'll get out of my seat when you touch the ball. And A.C. will tell you, when I see him, I say it all the time. I says, man, you're the only only back that make me stand on my feet every time you touch the ball. And, and he and he is and I tell him that all the time and he'll tell you that today I tell him that all the time so when I hear Troy and them want to debate who was the greatest running back in ECU history at all times I know I was <laughs> well there's the debate but, but, but AC was pretty close but, uh, but, no I, I love AC I'm telling you, he was a tremendous back uh, he is the guy who stands out the most uh, to me uh, Eddie Hicks was another exciting back uh, of course, Leonard and uh, some of those other guys are very good. Junior is very good. But I but I say, well, I man, you got a lot of yards. Carlos Jr.'s is blocking for you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I say, I'm getting old. I can say what I want to do, but, uh, but no, but uh, there are some great players in ECU's history, and uh, there will continue to be. I'm looking forward to, to seeing what, uh, who's the kid we just had? Uh, this, Keith, uh, Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what what he's able to do. And I, you know, I pray that he's, you know, he can stick and really have a fantastic career because all that's going to do is help our program. When you know, those guys succeed, it's going to help our program as long as they are succeeding and promoting us along the way. Yeah, if they don't promote us along the way in some other positive manner, it's not going to be as effective as it needs
0: to be. So, hopefully, that will. Will happen? Yeah, absolutely, man. Just just thinking about his career, (laughs) Gail Sayers. I think about all those guys too, Jim Brown, the late Jim Brown.
2: Well, uh, well. I'm gonna tell you.
0: uh, Let's stop real quick, Gail. I've only had one idol, and there's a
2: difference between just being a fan. Jim Brown, I was a huge fan. That's why I wore 32. But my idol was Gail Sayers. I know, Mm -hmm. and I have a football. Signed by him personally. Well, obviously, obviously would be by him, because uh, there was a raffle going on, and, I'm, and I didn't win to signed football. And I'm going like, man, I should have won it. Gail Sayers is my idol, so and so and so. The person got with Gail Sayers. He signed the football, and I have it. I just looked at it last night. Wow, that's and awesome. I mean, beautiful handwriting, signature, Gail Sayers, my idol. He's the only person as an that
0: I've ever idolized.
2: Mm. That's awesome.
5: That it is. Uh, some awesome stories today with carl Lester Crumpler, ECU Hall of Famer, the great, and I uh, wish we could go another hour or two, but we're going to wrap it up and let you get on with your day, Crump. But uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. It was awesome.
2: Appreciate it, and... Uh don't have to worry about any short answers when you're dealing with me. <laughs>
8: it's
0: all good. <laughs> all good.
8: Yes, sir. Yeah.
5: Carl Esther Crumpler and Marcus Crandall was awesome sitting down with those two great pirates. And I hope you enjoyed that conversation. All right, that wraps it up. Um Shirley, did we miss a break? We, all right, real quick. Tell us, uh, we got to thank our great sponsors here on Pirate Radio. What do we got? We got to do it real quick. What, 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 what? All right, Brown and Wood. Oh, my God. Brown you need a car? Go get, go get your get car, Get you a wood. nice ride at Brown and Wood.
4: Budweiser. We just, Budweiser.
6: We just gave uh, Budweiser away today. King of beers. Touch your mark. Cut, oh, cheese, cheese biscuits, biscuits. Fat back. Fat back. Bacon. Sausage dogs. Gas. Fill up your car with gas. Fuel. And Woody. boat owners is great, too. Woody's. Go Wood Ducks. Historic Granger Stadium. Great they place home, to watch a ball game. They have a homestand next week. Go check them out. Delcor. Uh, Players Lounge brought to you by Delcor. Hey, look, we're
5: going to get, it's going to be hot soon. Hot, hot. Yeah. Get your AC checked. Get it fixed. Delcor.
4: Altafut. Altafola.
5: Oh, my goodness. Great food and spirits. Give me that pasta.
4: Uh, Sparky Snowballs. Oh, it's going to get hot. Yeah. I need something cool. I need something very
6: icy. Uh huh. Sparky Snowballs. And Dan Andrews. Uh, do you need your yard cleaned? Yes. Grass cut? Yep. You don't feel like doing it? Nope. Dan Andrews got you covered. Thank you, Dan.
5: <sighs> Shirley Chandler, see you all Monday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Have a great weekend. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.